Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News. Shooting up your butthole. The Weekly Planet. The Weekly Planet. Welcome back, everybody, to, an- to another episode of The Weekly Planet, official podcast of comicbookmovie.com, where we talk movies, comics, TV shows, my name is James Austin, known as Mr. Sunday. With me as always is my co-host, Nick Mason. We're back, baby. You better believe it. I mean, we were back last week, but, but we're, we're double back, back again. now. Yeah, and we'll be back next week, potentially. Mm. Most likely. I, I, don't I hope so. I, I got antsy that, that couple of weeks we had off. I, yeah, you seemed like when you came back, you were like, what happens if everybody doesn't know what it is? Yeah, and I just... I had things to say. <laughs> I was ambivalent about so many things. I just tell everybody that I'm like, oh, this bit could be fine, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> I just tell everybody. It needs to go out to as many people as it mm-hmm, can. Yeah. I actually have old man news, if oh, you don't mind. Not don't old man Logan news. Your old be... man. No, your he's dad. fine. He's oh, loving okay. life, mate. Great. But remember that old man? It's in the best of episode, if anybody <laughs> listened to that. The, the, the slowest old man in the world. Shuffling down your street, yeah. I went outside today to take my bins out, as I do. It's a classic move. Sunday, it's been night. That's exactly it. Anyway, so he's there. He's got his old man clothes. He's got his cane. Cardigan? His sh- uh, no, because it's hot. It's hot here, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, right. It might have been a old polo. People, old people can't tell, though. They're always That's in a true. cardigan. That's true. They don't know. In a, maybe he's in a summer cardigan. I didn't appreciate how trim this man was until seeing him. Like, mm-hmm. he's 90 if he's a day. Yeah. But he's shuffling up there, and I'm like, look at this guy go. So he looks He's got the abs. He's got the, <laughs> he he's got the V. The V, yeah. He's got the V at his crotch. So he looked exactly the same in every way, except backwards hat. He nice. had a backwards hat on. Nice. I don't know why, wow. but I appreciate it. World's yeah. raddest grandpa. Exactly. Re- me. It reminded me from you remember that ad from The Simpsons where all the old people are drinking soda or whatever, yeah. and they're like, "Yeah, extreme." It was like that. It was the best thing I've ever seen. It's anyway, he's still incredible. outside, so we could. The best old man thing I've ever seen is I was going past a shopping mall one time, yeah. and I see like this Harley Davidson pull up to the curb. It's like this mint Harley Davidson right. with this incredible roar, and like this dude gets off and he's in the jeans and the, the boots and the leather jacket, just black and chrome, mate. And, and he just takes the helmet off and he's like one of those silver fox <laughs> old guys. He's like you know seventy or whatever, but he's like trim and he's yeah. on a bike and he's like maintained his cool and he just steps off the curb and. Like, as he puts his foot down, like, he gets bumped by, like, a, a guy in, like, the same age, but, like, in a, like, a beige, like, a full beige outfit and just pushing a little, pushing a little cart, you know? And he's, and he's, that sounds like a beef. That yeah, sounds like there was yeah. some beef there. Yeah. They started out both as, just as cool young men and I they went they in different were, directions. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And one went Peter Fonda and the other one went. Jane Fonda. I was going to say Jane Fonda, but isn't she still cool? I bet she is, yeah. Yeah, I bet she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good on her. Uh, speaking of old, but not too old, and it sucks that he's dead because he was only 61. Miguel Ferrer. Yeah, man. Yeah, the great I character. I didn't know he was the cousin of George Clooney. I, I found go. out that when, mm-hmm. he, when he passed. Yeah. 61. Yep. Throat cancer. 
That sucks, man. Uh, people no will probably most know him for uh, Robocop. He was Bob Morton in Robocop, all, the creator uh, of Robocop. Yeah, exactly. He's all like, I'm all about the business or whatever. Mm-hmm. He was also the chief examiner in Crossing Jordan, which is one of my favorite TV shows. I've seen very little Crossing it's Jordan. It's real good. It's yeah. real good. It's got Catherine it? Hahn in it. Okay. In a dramatic role. Catherine Hahn. Who's that? She's in a lot of the Will Ferrell movies. She's a redhead. Yeah. She's real aggressive in them. She's okay. in... Uh, What's that one about them selling that cars? That sounds like a typical redhead, if that's my mm-hmm. opinion. Yeah, Mason. spicy, spicy. So spicy. You know the one. You know that one where they're all selling cars. You know that one. Talladega Nights. The Goods. Remember the Goods. I haven't seen the Goods. It's got um. Miguel Ferrer. No, it's got the guy from Entourage. The Piven. Yes, Piven. Piven's in it. Money talks. No, <laughs> okay. I'll look it up. Great. Anyway, yeah. sucks. He's dead, man. That's know, way right? too yeah. young. Sixty-one mm-hmm. sucks. Yeah. Way to go, twenty seventeen. Because people were like, twenty sixteen too killed too many celebrities. Not. Well, I mean, it didn't. The year itself didn't. It's just they'd happened to you form don't know within that. the. Yeah, that's true. Actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we kind of assumed that twenty sixteen that no one was going to die from this point forward. That's true. But, yeah. Yeah, we were proven Everyone's wrong. Alive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there we go. Well, Mason, in in, in news, while you're looking up, uh, Catherine Hahn. Catherine Hahn. Uh, James Cameron is will be getting. She was in right. Bad Moms. She was one of the Bad Moms. Oh, she's great! I love her. We talked yeah, about right. her the other week. Mm-hmm. She's in uh, Transparent as well. Yeah, yeah. She's a rabbi in that. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's really good. Uh, she's alive. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, James Cameron's getting the rights back to Terminator in 2019, and everyone mm-hmm. was just like, "Who cares? It's done. He's not going to make a Terminator film." He loved that last one. We liked the first 15 minutes, right? Because yeah. that's there is that video of him going, "I love Terminator Genesis. What a movie." But the things that he loves about it is like, it's just like the movie I made. Mm. And I feel like he didn't see the rest of it. Maybe he did. Who's to say? Not me. But anyway, he's going to be producing, allegedly, a Terminator reboot with Tim Miller, director of Deadpool, directing. They're all reboots now. They are. Every one of them sits independently of the other. Even one and two, they don't line up exactly. We're going to be talking about Terminator 1 and 2 later. Very are specifically. Like, oh, yes, in our, we are. In our yeah. review of Triple X. That's true, yeah. Mm. If you mm. love nitpicking out there, do you I love... do love nitpicking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. What do you think of that, though? The Terminator coming back under the guidance of James Cameron with the direction of Tim, Tim Miller. Tim Miller could be good. It actually could be. Mm-hmm. But then again, James Cameron has not directed a movie I'd liked since 1997. Uh-huh. But then again, it's only been one movie since then. And Avatar's not terrible, it's just not something that I particularly mm. enjoyed. Yeah. And look, Tim Miller did well with this kind of, uh, the you know the 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 avant garde. No, it's not the word. I've is lost it? all my wo- <laughs> I've lost all my words once again. It's, you know, the the out of the out of sync storytelling. Yes, know? that's mm-hmm. true. You that know what word I, that it is? That's right. Unconventional storytelling. Sure, let's, let's just go with that. Left of center narrative. No, all these things I'm saying are correct, mm-hmm. but. You know what I want to see? I don't want to see another Terminator either set in the 80s or whatever and just whatever year it is now. Uh-huh. You could make a pirate Terminator movie. Yeah. You could take it back to the 20s. You could go a thousand years in the future. You can go literally any point in time. Yes. Why not do that? Because mm. what, what I liked about Terminator Genesis, one of the few things that I liked is they go back to like the 50s or 60s briefly. For like a second. Do you mean the bit with Sarah Connor? The bit with Sarah Connor well, when she was she's like a kid. The, I think that was like the 70s. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. But do you know what I mean? Like you can, yeah. you can literally take it to any time period. And if you're going to reboot it, even though they all kind of sit independently of each other, uh-huh. you're not kind of constrained. Even if, look, even if it was a sequel, you're not constrained yep. by anything. You can do anything. Don't try and remake Terminator 2. Don't go, 
oh, what's the what's the new and cool way we can make a Terminator? Because right, everything exactly. since the Liquid Metal Terminator has been bad. Has been like whatever. Mm. So that that's the way I that see it. That being said, you kind of have to tread lightly depending on what me specifically. You yeah, you specifically. Okay. <laughs> Pull your bloody head in, mate. I'm, I'm sorry, but you have to sort of tread lightly in turn the filmmakers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not ruling you out becoming a filmmaker at some point before you probably this comes should, out. But yeah, anyway, okay. God. But I feel you have to tread lightly. Like the further back you go, the more unlikely it becomes that anyone could defeat a Terminator. Oh, okay. In, in single combat. But I think it makes it more interesting. Like, yeah. say you have to get a Terminator to walk in front of a cannon with a wick. It's and true, you've got to yeah. light it up. And exactly. even then, you're not going to kill it, yeah. are you? Yeah. You have to convince a Terminator to walk the plank. <laughs> That's right, exactly. Mm. And even he's going to hit the bottom of the ocean, you're gonna, you look at your sundial and you go, okay, we've got... We've got eight months before yeah, he walks his right. way out of the ocean. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. But I think there's there's so much you can do with that time period. That's And true. when you're constrained by the weaponry. And that's what's great about the first Terminator. It's pretty much, it's a slasher movie. Yeah, right. That's all it is. I mean, there are those sci-fi elements and all that. Yeah. But the idea that, no, no, this is not the era where you can stop something like this. Yes. Like the 90s, you can drop him into a skateboard liquid ramp. Metal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can drop him into that vat of hypercolor material. That's right. they built the hypercolor t-shirts. But yeah, I guess you're right. And in, in Terminator Genesis, they could kill a T-800 Terminator with one bullet yeah. and kill a T-1000 by sticking it under an acid yeah. you know, shower or whatever. I guess, like, imagine imagine a Terminator movie set in World War One, where it's, exactly. it's, it's running rampant through a trench yeah. and, it's just, and you, you go, okay, well, there's no easy way out of this. There's no truck of liquid metal coming to save this. No, that's right. How are they going to get? Yeah, and I guess... Biplanes. Yeah, so many biplanes. Mustard gas. That wouldn't work, would it, <laughs> at all? Maybe, no. it, yeah, maybe his eyes would go a bit red. Yeah. That's about it. But they are red, aren't they? Because mm-hmm. he's a Terminator. Yes. Anyway, what a great segment of the show. Yeah. But I'm happy to move on to the next Let's one. Let's think of other eras that they definitely won't set the next Terminator in and will disappoint us. <laughs> no, I feel like... Caveman t- Terminator. Oh, man. Pointless. Because would he just kill everybody? Yeah, he'd ruin everything. Because there'd be like seven cavemen. Yeah. And also, they're all descendants of Sarah Connor. And also, they would, yeah, they would also have to... The further back you go, the more risk that if you kill literally anyone, you prevent yourself, yourself being, being built. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unless that every time you send a Terminator back, it's a different timeline. Yeah. And you're in a... <laughs> Maybe they'll fix all that. Yeah. They definitely what if, won't. What if it opens on like the resistance and they're looking at some detailed report and they're like... Hey, it turns out if we send somebody back in time, it doesn't really matter what happens. <laughs> Just send 50 people back. Uh, the Terminator said they're going to send 50 Terminators back. It's going to be great. <laughs> It'll be funny, if anything. Yeah. yeah. Oh, imagine all the funny sunglasses the Terminator could wear back in the day. <laughs> monocles? Monocles, two monocles. <laughs> That's pretty much it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's monocles and bifocals and those opera glasses. That you, yeah, that's that you right. Put up to your face. Imagine how shocked a Terminator would have to be for its monocle to pop out. <laughs> okay, one more question. Yes. These are going to, if it's a reboot, potentially it's Arnie free. Yeah, it's true. Is The Rock. Yeah, obviously. Obviously. That's the obvious choice. But can a movie, can a Terminator work Arnie free? Who do you get? Yeah, okay, right. You know what I mean? Do you go set, Do you go super muscular or do uh-huh. you go in a different direction? Because the original idea of the Terminator, they were looking for like a Lance Hedricks, Hedrick, Hedrickson, Hendrickson, <laughs> yep. where he can kind of infiltrate society yeah, and okay. just walk among us. 
But then they went, no, nah, we'll go with this giant tank of a man. Uh huh. Yeah, like I think you should go like in terms of physique. Yeah. Maybe like a Ben Affleck in Batman Superman. Okay. Like he's broad. Yeah. And he's kind of he's broad and he's always smoking on the set of his movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's always a bit sad. <laughs> he's always a bit sad. Yeah. Misses his kids probably. Yeah, he probably does. Yeah. But like a barrel, kind of a barrel guy, <laughs> bit of a barrel, you know. Yeah, maybe that kind of. You know, he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to be seven feet tall. No. But the idea that he's still stocky and solid, and you can hit him with a hundred rounds of right, you know, machine yeah. gun ammunition, and he just stands there. You say so barrel. Good. I'd like to him to go back to like. Ye old England time, and oh. the first person he comes across is the town idiot who's wearing a barrel, <laughs> barrel. So he takes that barrel. <laughs> yeah, give me your barrel. <laughs> now I fit in. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right. Uh, Fantastic Four news. Not really though. Okay. Tim great. Story, director of the Fantastic Four movies, the two of the four that people hate. The two good ones, I guess. Yeah, I guess they are. Mm-hmm. I mean, de- depending on how much. Yeah, okay, sure. I've got the direct Tim Story, the director of the two best Fantastic Four movies. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be directing the Shaft reboot. Huh. Perfect choice. Yeah. Mm, no, not really. Uh so the the Shaft I want to say two thousand with Something Samuel like that. Jackson. It that's, post, that's a sequel, isn't it? It was post American Psycho. Oh, that was okay. Yeah, because Christian, Christian Bale, Bale was, was in the, it, basically doing the same doing character. The, doing it but it's just like a racist psycho. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mm. And you know, else was in that the dude who's uh, in the Bond, the recent Bond movies. He's in Westworld. He was like the crazy gangster. Oh, what's his bloody name? Jeffrey you know, Wright. Yeah, Jeffrey Wright. Oh, okay. Yeah, there I'm you go. Fairly certain. Huh. I might be wrong. I haven't. I have not seen that movie in well, since it came out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it is a sequel. Yes, because he's because he's he the original Shaft nep- nephew. Yeah, even though I think they're the same age. <laughs> yeah, maybe they're not. They're not that dissimilar, though, uh-huh. are they? So I don't know how you reboot this. Like, what is it? I guess it's probably a good time to kind of bring it back for the modern era. Yeah. To be like, but who do you get? Who do you who do you shaft it up with? Do you get an Idris Elba? The Rock. <laughs> yeah, you could get the Rock. What about um? Who's the dude? Uh, what's his bloody name? Kevin Have you seen Hart. The Night of Kevin Hart. Perfect. Have you seen The Night of? No. Okay. Can't remember his bloody name. He's in The Wire. Can't remember. He's in Community. He, he's a guy who comes out of prison and he's talking about Lego and how nobody remembers how Lego used to be. Huh. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay. Anyway, they're rebooting Shaft. Right, okay. Bloody good on him, mate. Mm-hmm. I want to find out that guy's name and then I'll tell you. Okay. Oh, Michael K. Williams. Okay. Yeah, that's a great... Have you seen The Night Of? No. Bloody good. I think you've it. recommended it repeatedly. I certainly have and I would never not stop repeating it. And ever. look, if you can't get him, get John Turturro who's also in The Night Of. <laughs> sure. <laughs> It's a great cast. You could literally pick anybody from it. Wait, Michael K. Williams? Is that who you're saying? Yeah. Okay, great. That's him, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Omar. All That's right. good, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I've never said, look, I haven't seen The Wire, all right? You've exposed mm-hmm. a part of myself which I'm not proud of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's next? Uh, we've got a whole lot of DC news. I hope you don't mind getting ready for that, mate. I love DC get news. Get amped. Get hyped. <sighs> I'm ready to be ambivalent. Wow. You did the motorcycle revving <laughs> motion. <laughs> yeah. Get, uh, it's in my future, I hope. <laughs> motorcycle or a little shopping cart and a lot of beige. As I'm, I'm sure. as I'm walking past you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Shazam and Black Adam are now going to be two independent movies happening at the same time. The Rock is going to be in both, but he's going to be in a Black Adam solo movie. Uh, so he's going to be getting his own thing. Huh. Leading up to whatever comes after. That's that. interesting. Yeah. Well, so, he's The Rock. You got to give him a. Solo I guess you movie, do. Don't you? I guess. 
Maybe they're going to paint him more as like a uh, tragic figure or like a... Sounds like a remake of The Scorpion King, if you ask me, mm-hmm, Mason. Yeah. A man from the past. Yep. Drawn into a web of... Scorpions. Scorpions and magic. <laughs> Too many scorpions. <laughs> I'm muscular, but I don't like scorpions. Mm-hmm. Sounds fine, I guess. I feel like The Rock would be... I think you'd probably give him a better character, if I'm honest. This is a weird test of a character that's really had no... Media exposure ever. Like Shazam isn't super well known. No. He's not even Shazam. He's jet. Well, he was Captain Marvel. Yeah, right. Uh huh. And and you're taking the villain of Shazam, who's sort of an anti-hero, but mostly been and giving a villain. him a solo. Yeah, two movies. Is this is bizarre. Yeah. Like people know Shazam. Yeah. As a movie that they think exists yes. from the past about a rapping genie <laughs> with ha- that had Sinbad oh, yeah, in it. Isn't that Kazam? It's but people, Kazam. But people think of it as Shazam. Are you, are you aware yeah. of the Mandela effect? Have you have you heard? Is about that the thing recently? where things are slightly different than the, what you remember them? Yes, it's basically people think that the guy from Jingle All the Way is in Kazam. Is that right? Yes, and they think it's called Shazam. Yeah, yeah. It's like um, it's it's basically a, a fancy name for collective misremembering of things. Yes. So like you, if you remember, or time travel. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But most a lot of people attribute it to we all got shunted into a different reality. Oh, which is mate. exactly politics. The, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> except the the only difference is in this reality. Uh, it's like minor things. It's like yeah. the Berenstein Berenstein. Bears. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody. Re- yeah. And I remember when I saw the as an adult, I saw the cover of a Berenstein Bears book, and I'm like. Oh, it must have always. It must have been the Berenstein Bears in Australia, like oh, a Hungry okay, Jack's right. Burger King situation. Yeah, and then they fig- switched it out. Sure, yeah, yeah. But it's always been the Berenstein Hungry Jacks, Bears. What? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but it's just there are more Steins in there's there's more people called Stein in the world than Stain. Stain yeah, so absolutely. your brain just goes, it must be Berenstein Bears. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's yeah. So. Or whichever one it is, because it's actually, Berenstein. Okay. It's Berenstein <laughs> it Bears. Is? It's okay, definitely good. the Berenstein Bears. Yeah, what are we yeah. talking about? Shazam. Uh, Shazam. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, so you're yeah, saying Shazam. that... What I'm saying is nobody knows who Shazam is. He was in the Justice League cartoon once, I should I point think. out, every time we say something like that, we get a tweet that's like, oh, I've always been a fan. We know people who listen to this know, yes. but we're talking about the general We're populace. a special breed of people. <laughs> we're, we're all a special breed of charismatic geniuses. <laughs> we're aware of that. We know. That's, that's it. God, we've got all got great hair We're out there. all the all same of us. snowflake. All of us. We're all the best. All us weekly wackadadoos. <laughs> we know we are, but the people out there, yeah. the, the scum out there <laughs> that I call regular people, they don't know who Shazam, they don't know Captain Marvel. No, definitely they not. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I feel like they renamed Captain Marvel Shazam a few years prior to getting ready for this movie just to gear up. Because if yeah, they okay. went, the movie's coming out, we're changing the name, people would flip. But they, yeah, right. they got uh-huh. ready. They're like, no, this has been a thing for a while mm. What do you think's going to do better, Marvel's Captain Marvel or this Shazam flick? Well, it's got, well, one of them has the rock, so you can't... But one's got Brie Larson. One has the word Shazam in it, That's which is very exciting. True, yeah. We've, they've never actually road tested how exciting the word Shazam is. No, on the com- I mean on it's a movie in the poster. public consciousness, obviously, for that movie that people the movie that, remember yeah. that wasn't a real movie. But yeah, it also it also used to be like Beetle Bailey's catchphrase or something. Which one's he? Like he was a like a army private. Maybe it's not Beetle Bailey. Was it from like Dad's Army or something? No, like it was a comic strip called Beetle Bailey. I'm not familiar. With he was this, a, he was a he was a Bailey. he was a lazy army private in the army. Typical of yeah. the government. That's right. Isn't it? It's mm-hmm. the age we live. In. Yeah, I don't know. Listen, Mason, I've got more DC news. I okay, great. Anyway, up. Rev that I, anyway what I'm saying is this ain't going to work. I think it absolutely could. It's The Rock, man. 
You put he's he's as he named himself, he's franchise Viagra. What's the Black Adam movie really like made a billion dollars and then Shazam did nothing? Do they just bump off Captain Marvel and replace him? No, they could have. They, they team turned... they team him up, if anything. Yeah, maybe. I'm still I'm still I don't know how they're gonna cast Captain Marvel. Who do you, who do you get? Because you need a boyish man Zach who's Efron. seven feet tall. Have we talked about Zach Efron? We've, we always talk about Zach yeah, Efron. Yeah, I know, right? But Shazam... Once, they, once Baywatch makes a billion dollars, as I maintain it will... <laughs> but you talk about Zac Efron like he's this up-and-coming actor. People he's been around know for years. who Zac Efron is. That's what I'm is. talking about. They like him. Yeah. They were ambivalent for a while. So you don't think they need to be the same size? No, I think you can fix that in fix it in post. You remember that future... What I, I do love, it Lord of the Rings style. Sure. You know that future Justice League... Uh, by that, I mean Zac Efron will stand on a box. <laughs> I knew what you meant. He'll stand on a box of Lord of the Rings DVDs. <laughs> That's what I meant. Or The Hobbit. They're worthless. They're yeah, cheaper, aren't they? That's true. But uh, what was I going to say? I can't even remember. It's not important. Size issues. Size issues, certainly. I don't know. Yeah, so the future Justice League, Kingdom Come, mm-hmm. what, what I like... This is unrelated. I just I like the element of that story where Lex Luthor has... Shazam, it's Captain Marvel, let's just call him Shazam for for the sake of this amazing story I'm telling. Yes. And he's got him on side, but it turns out it's not Shazam, it's just grown up Billy Batson. Billy Batson. I like that (laughs) That element a lot, that's very cool. Anyway, they can't use that because it doesn't make any sense. I love that at the time, but then it turned out that that storyline is basically what happens in Miracle Man in the 80s, which is one of my favourite storylines. basically the same thing happens. I still haven't read Miracle Man, it's one of your faves, man. Well, it's not finished, that's the thing. And I don't... So Miracle Man was in like legal. It was like in the le- illegal limbo for decades, and then Marvel eventually just purchased. It was in the, the whole- double L's. I didn't yeah, know that. That's right. Yeah. And then and then Marvel eventually purchased it, uh, and so they've re-released some of it as trade paperbacks, which means at some point they're going to finish it. Right. But the last person to write on it was Neil Gaiman. Yeah. And I think they want to get him back to finish his story. They should. So, so if, it depends yeah. on how busy he is, I guess. That's the. I mean. And he just went to Australia or something. Did he? So I'm going to find him and force him to finish it. Good. Yeah. You should. I'm going to. (laughs) All right then. Anyway, it's pretty good. Also, uh, I also loved the Sentry and then it turned out his storyline is basically the same as Miracle Man's as well. Too many people's stories are the same when you think about it. In a way, yeah. 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 More, do you have any more DC news? Mate, I'm just gearing up. Yeah, nice. We have that imaginary motorcycle, as I tried to say before. but Okay, hang on. I oh, know I'm pushing a little cart. It's all, it's all falling to pieces. It's a little vinyl, it's a little brown vinyl shopping cart. It's your uh, enthusiasm shrugged to the size of a, a yeah, vinyl shopping right, cart. Yeah. Uh, so this is a rumor that should not be taken uh, seriously. A rumor that shall not point. be taken seriously. But you know, this, what, do we, what else do we do here? Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan Reynolds, Tom Cruise, and Bradley Cooper are being eyed for Hal Jordan in the Green Lantern Core movie. Sorry, say them all again. Tom Cruise. Yep. Probably too old. Yeah. If I'm honest, uh-huh. I know we've talked about an older Hal Jordan. Are they? Is he and he and Affleck the same age? They feel the no, same. He's age. older. He, yeah. He'd be mid fifties. Okay, Affleck's mid forties. Uh, Ryan Reynolds, who yeah. had a crack. Yeah, and uh, that movie's not his fault. But even then, I don't think he's a great Hal Jordan in hindsight. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's more Flash, I guess. If I had to, mm. like, a you mean Wally Flash West. in a sense of stylish? Yeah, he's so Flash. Look he's at him go. Flash. Uh, and Bradley Cooper, who was also uh, up for the original Green Lantern. And another name that was uh, also thrown up later was James Marsden. And I think that's my favourite for the Hell Jordan. Yeah, okay. Because he's, he's, he's of about that age. Because mm-hmm. I, I, we've talked about this before. It would be great in the DC Universe if the Hell Jordan that turns up has been doing it for a while. I'd like he's that like, too, yeah. I left the Earth for 10 years doing space stuff and I come back and then what the fuck happened Right, here? exactly, yeah. yeah. 
kind of thing. I would like Where that. Where all these cities? I would like that. And he'd, <laughs> and he'd also be called in for the by the Guardians and they're like, what are you supposed to be defending this space sector? <laughs> How did you let all these people in? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's insane. Mm. You let a doomsday in. Yeah, a big one. Happen? Like a real, like a, a sizable one. Mm. But well, who do you like out of those? I like Bradley Cooper. Yeah. He's got, he's, he, he feels like he could bring like the experience. Yeah. Like I've been doing this for a long time. He could bring the experience and the pointed face. Mm. James Marsden, good. Um, Look, let's be honest. James Marsden is probably not going to do another X-Men movie. That's true. But Ryan Reynolds will. Yeah, that's so true. I, yeah. I can't imagine that in the Fox universe that, also, he got real burnt on that. You know what I mean? Like yeah, he, yeah. he wasn't happy with it, and he's Deadpool's doing so well at the moment. I don't see why he would go Come back. back to it. Yeah, James Marsden feels a bit too youthful looking still. He's like he'd be mid forties. I know, though, right? Or maybe early and he's 40s. got a lot of heat from Westworld. And there's only so many times he can be riddled with bullets in that show. That's true. Actually, that is not true. He can be riddled <laughs> with bullets an unlimited number of times. Sure, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, Bradley Cooper. Yeah, I think. It seems. Look, if this is true, it seems like they're casting a little bit older, so yeah. they can bring in some younger members. Maybe your Guy Gardner and your your John yeah. Stewart. So, because I don't think you can be like all three of you are the new Green Lantern, right? One of them at least has to be experienced. Correct. Yeah. You know. So that that's the way I. And say I like. It. I think Affleck and Cooper would work well together. Yeah. In terms of, they've both got a lot of. Ex- if we're going with. Greenland's been out there for a long time. They both have a lot of experience in different ways. Right, right, like yeah. Batman's been on the streets for 20 years. Yeah. And Greenland's been out in space for 20 years, and they're going to get in, and their methods are going to differ. And, you know, because one can do anything. One can do anything, and it's all green boxing gloves. <laughs> he just comes down to the streets. He's like, Batman, why don't you just knock out all your villains with big green boxing gloves? How did you let, he's how he's did out you, of touch, man. How did you let the Joker kill Robin mercilessly? kill him on the streets when you could have just hit the Joker with a big green boxing glove from the other side of the planet. What were you thinking? Anyway, we're on the same team now. Yeah, that's exactly it. Do you have any more DC news? I do actually. There's Ooh. one more piece of DC news. Uh, there's a leaked image of the black Superman suit that may or may, or may not be real. It's just Henry Cavill in a, Cavill, Cavill in a black Superman suit. Can you but imagine isn't it? But it, isn't it from like no, it's, it's shoulders about, up? It's a bit lower than that. Okay, maybe, right. But it's... It could be look. It's it's the kind of thing where even if it's not real, it's probably what it's going to look like. Yeah, <laughs> so it doesn't yeah. really. Yeah, that's it doesn't true. really matter mm-hmm. in the, in any way. Great. I forgot to ask you this, Mason, because as you know, I'm half cut. Uh, <laughs> that means drunk. <laughs> yes. I don't know what it means in America, but James. When I got here, James is like, I'm real sourced. He's like, I hope these show notes make sense because I'm real sourced. So I've been at a barbecue, man. Yeah, all right. We're drinking margaritas in the sun. Mm-hmm. Get ready for Power Rangers news, though, Mason. Did you watch the trailer for Saban's Power Rangers? I did watch the trailer for Saban's Power Rangers. Uh, are you happy with Saban's Power Rangers? The trailer. I enjoyed the trailer for Saban's Power Rangers. <laughs> go, go, Saban's Power Rangers, in my opinion. <laughs> Look, I think Saban's Power Rangers is going to have an all CGI finale that is going to be very disappointing. Yeah, but some of it looks pretty fun. I don't. I don't argue with that. It looks elements of Chronicle. Yep. There's the Man of Steel pin art. Oh, as Zordon and yes. Brian Cranston as Zordon. I feel like this is just borrowed elements from of, from things that people sort yep. of enjoy or have uh-huh. been in the public consciousness. Yep. The new suits are sort of Iron Man and yeah, sort of sort something of, else, yeah. sort of shape-shifting. What do you think of the new suits? They're pretty good. Yeah, they're fine. Yeah. yeah, I don't really love the original suits. Neither do I. So, you know, it is what it is. When I think of like... 
you combine a mech of Ultron kind of things, like yeah. your, your Japanese and your Chinese and your Like Korean. your Voltrons. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. I like a more mechanised kind of looking suit as yeah. opposed to... Like when you watch those TV series from the 80s and the 90s, you either get the weird spandexy suit. It's like spandex a and a bike helmet. Yeah, That's you either get that or you get the kind of segmented mech suit stuff, which we only, we're only really seeing now in like Justice League and stuff like right, that. Right, yeah. I much prefer that. I completely agree. Like your Cayman Until Rider. Until it goes out of fashion. Yeah, exactly. Then yeah. I'll hate it. <laughs> bring back the spandex. That's what I think. Sp- bring back the spandex and the stack hats. Am I right? <laughs> stack hats. Mm-hmm. Everyone should Google stack hats. Was there a person in Australia from 20 years ago who didn't have a stack hat? Uh, Unlikely. They're probably dead. <laughs> yeah, I'd imagine. Because they, they would are. have fallen off their bike without a stack hat on. By the way, a sta- how do you survive a stack, mate, without a stack hat? <laughs> should we? A stack is a fall. We should. Yeah. People not know. I people know. know that. I don't, I don't know, know. That's the case. I thought the. Uh, so we saw the Zords. Yeah, there we was did. some Zords soaring. Yeah. I thought it was a little, kind of like not great. Like That's what bit, I'm talking about. A bit fuzzy. Oh, I thought you were talking about the uh, suits. No, no, I like those. But oh, okay. what I'm saying oh, is I, right. think, I, I think the final battle is going to be this kind of yeah, yeah. weightless kind of CGI final battle. Right. Oh, and I okay. think they're going to be like, well, kids won't care, but I care. You all, you the people care. here, the charismatic geniuses that host and listen to this show, yeah, are going to hate snowflakes, that. All the snowflakes, yeah. All the snowflakes. We're going to hate this. We're going to hate it. But the, the normies, yeah. they're going to be all fine with it. But I think it's going to look weird and weightless. Maybe yeah. they're not finished yet, but I don't know. Yeah, but mm. see, I used to think that, and it's probably true, but a lot of the times when you see something and people say, well, it's not the final product, and then you see the final final product and you're like, well, that's about the same. You're like, right, it's, yeah. It's about like as good as that. Mm. Yeah, anyway. Uh, Logan trailer. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. I thought you would have, because yeah. you're always on the net, aren't you? Yeah. You're on the line. Speaking of Logan trailers, what about the Legion trailer? Did you watch that? No, I didn't. Uh, I've heard it's... Well, it's the writers of the new Fargo series, so yeah. I'm mm. kind of excited. Me too. It's not set in the X-Men universe. Yeah, right. But also this one, Logan, is also not set in the X-Men universe. Oh, because there are X-Men comic books in the trailer. It's not only that. Well, do you want to talk about Legion just quickly? I didn't really watch it. Me neither. <laughs> yeah, at all. It. Yeah. Okay, so... I saw it. It was in a Facebook pop-up or something, I think. And I mm. went, oh, that looks interesting. I'll get back to that when I have more time. I didn't have any more time. Yeah, I look- did have more time, but I used it to sleep. <laughs> That's a wise decision. Thank you. No one's going to fault you on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically, allegedly, Hugh Jackman's... Well, not allegedly. Hugh Jackman came out and said, this movie is not set in the timeline of any of the other X-Men films. Yes. And you know what I think's happened? Yes. And maybe I'm wrong. The word was that this movie... The last time the, trail, the, the first trailer came out and they said... The, oh, sorry, they didn't say. The word was 2024. Yes. Which sets it a year after the prologue of Days... Epilogue, sorry, of Days of Future Past. Holographic clocks for everyone. Yeah, exactly. As many as you want. Snatch them up at a flea market. Mm-hmm. But, um... So, and I think now James Mangold has come out and said, Oh, no, it's 2029. Which is still not a very long time for all the, this kind of shit to happen. But imagine what kind of holographic alarm clocks they're going to be. But it's also maybe there was an apocalypse... In between. But not the apocalypse. No, because that happened in the 80s. Mm-hmm. The snowflakes know that. Mm-hmm. But uh, so, but they also said, Hugh Jackman said that this movie is not set in any of the X-Men oh. time periods ever. Huh. But also, the first 30 or 40 minutes of this movie has been shown, and there's a reference to Hugh Jackman saving... The, the actor world, Hugh Jackman. The actor Hugh Jackman mm-hmm. just getting out there and swinging on that thing that he nearly killed Oprah or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> just screaming about how the musical is back. The musical's not back, Hugh Jackman. La La we Land. love you, but we'll, 
we've, I'm faulting you there. Beauty and the Beast. Oh, yeah, good point. All right, yeah. maybe the, maybe he was several years too early. All right, he was, all right, yeah, he's I guess his the, time. I guess the musical is back. Yeah, but there's apparently reference to the time that he saved the world at the Statue of Liberty when Rogue was X Men One. Okay. X Men One. But even if there is a reference to that, that means that this movie might be set in the original X Men timeline. Mm-hmm. But if that's that's the case, that should be the Sentinels' future. But if it's not set, if it's set in the rebooted timeline yes. with Apocalypse, then that doesn't make any sense either because they're saying that it's set in no timeline. So there's some elements from the other X-Men movies yeah. that exist in this brand new timeline, which is basically a way of saying, fuck it, who cares? Yeah, don't they're think- all set in yeah. a different... T- what did you say? If they're... The only one that matters is the last one. The only, yeah, the only one that makes... The, the, the current movie only makes sense if you only remember the original, the, the previous one as canon. Yeah. If you go back one more, it doesn't make any sense because you're like, but what happened? Wasn't that guy dead or wasn't that guy... Didn't, didn't Professor X literally explode? Yeah, when wasn't that- Bolivar Trask black? Yes, he was. That was... That happened. Yeah, right? Yeah. I th- yeah, so I think... So Hugh Jackman said this in an, in an interview, yeah. I guess. Yeah. What he's saying there is, and I'm sure he's going to say it more... What he's basically saying is, do not think too hard about no, this. No, that's exactly. Do not what think it is. about any of the previous ones because you will be confused and, and hate this. I'm sure they made this as like in mind to be a sequel to whatever the last one was. Yeah, but I think they've just gone. You know what? Let's just tell them it's whatever because people don't actually care. Yeah, about this. I mean, actually, that's not true. A lot of people care yeah. quite deeply. This is sort of becoming, I think, maybe like a resident, like the Resident Evil franchise, right? In the sense that it all do- good. It doesn't. All it gold. doesn't. Yes, it doesn't. Kick a dog in the head. Oh yeah. Maybe the dog will kick you. <laughs> but like, you remember some stuff from the from previously. Like yeah. th- this is this new movie. It's like, hey, remember when? Remember when we saved the world on the Statue of Liberty? That's sort of in here. Yeah. Hey, remember when uh, another thing that happened in public? What else happened? Remember those Sentinels? That's sort of in here. Yeah. yeah. And that is kind of the Marvel Universe in a sense. It absolutely there is. There are a lot of things that happen. There are massive game-changing situations and then they will just wipe that away and just go, eh, you know what, it's fine. Well, you know what else is weird about this trailer? Yes. In this universe there exists X-Men comics. Comics, yeah. Based on the X-Men from the X-Men movie universe, but those comics aren't don't line up with the actual... Our universe. What am I saying? Our universe. <laughs> the place where we all live. Yes. They don't line up. Right. So these are brand new comics okay. that they made specifically for this movie. Right. Well, okay. I kind of like that. Yeah. I. Well, it's a movie universe, yeah. isn't it? Also, I think this. You know what? That's actually quite clever because you can just say, "Hey, remember all the other X Men movies? Maybe some of it happened. Maybe it didn't." Yeah. I would imagine if if they release these comics, and they might actually as a tie-in. I'd imagine they might. Yeah. They might be sort of reworkings of all the previous X-Men movies. What does he say? Like, a quarter of it happened. Yeah, a quarter of it happened and it didn't happen the way everyone says it did. I wasn't wearing a weird costume. (laughs) Right, yeah. Yeah. So I think maybe that's it. I think maybe this could be... This could be... The the X-Men movies we have seen before are what people think happened... What people thought happened in this... In the Logan universe. Right. So like, I think that's how people will explain it after the movie came yeah, out. Right. But I don't think that will be the explanation in the in the actual movie. Okay. I don't even think they're going to bother. No, I don't think they will. It's just either. like because the the way they also framed it was this is a this is a Logan or a version of Wolverine where if you were 
it happened to happen if you happen to happen upon the border where he lives, you might see this this guy in real life. Right. Yeah. That's the way they're looking at it. Okay. Yeah. I love it. X twenty three though. Yeah. A girl Wolverine. A lot of screen time. Girl Wolverine. I think she's called from the girl Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah. Wolverine Uh, lass. She's called. Okay. Right. So apparently the idea behind that is she's not going to carry on the mantle of Wolverine because Fox. The director said this. Fox weren't really aware that they had this character. Okay, sure. They have a lot of X Men characters that they're just kind of like, let's just let's just make Wolverine movies. Like mm. that's all they seem to understand. So they, James Mangold said, we'll we'll grab this character and, but not as a way to continue the franchise, just to serve this story, to put in this father daughter element, mm-hmm. and also have the Professor X kind of you know the grandfather, even though Professor X is younger than Wolverine. It's not it's not about <laughs> yeah. that, Mason. Mm-hmm, yeah. Timelines are irrelevant. Mm-hmm. But uh, I thought she was really good in the trailer because like a lot of times. Maybe he's not though. Maybe he's not older in this universe. Maybe he's not. Yeah. Maybe the story of him growing up as a little Lord Fauntleroy rich child in in Canada isn't true but anymore. That, but that would make Logan as old as he is, like fifty. I'm okay with that. Yeah, okay. But isn't isn't the idea that his healing factor makes him? No, nah, I don't care. Yeah, stuff yeah, it. It doesn't matter. Does <laughs> doesn't it? Doesn't matter really? anymore. Yeah. yeah. But his whole like his body's shot to shit. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. there's a scene where you see he's, he's pulling out his blade because it's like stuck. Yeah, so right. He's kind of like unjamming it, which is which is kind of cool, I mm-hmm. guess. But also, how does that work in comic book physics? It's, it's irrelevant, isn't it? Yes, very much. Timelines. So. Timelines. Absolutely. Yeah. But it's what it, it did. What this did really well, I thought, was there was action with. With a kid, but it didn't look like a stud person. Yeah, <laughs> like doing like who's clearly not a kid. Yeah. kicking someone in the head or a CGI kid. Yeah, which is yeah. There's way a point worse. where she flips over someone and stabs them. Yeah, and it didn't look like they just just get a little gymnast. Yeah, or just drawn in a CGI. Yeah, video game character and flipped her over. Well, there is there is less money put into this movie than the last Wolverine movie because huh. it's R rated. Mm-hmm. So I'd imagine they're like, well, we just got to kind of all do this. Yeah, which I think would absolutely throw the story. kid. <laughs> Put the kid in the big rubber band and curl the kid. <laughs> yeah. This looks... It looks great. It does look, look great. I'm not going to... You know, I, I'd love it to be the greatest X-Men movie. I'd like, love it to be less grim, but we're not getting that. So I'm well, happy with o- it being... Well, Old Man Logan is... It's kind of a grim, a yeah. grim tale. Mm-hmm. But do you think he'll be back? Bearing in mind, I've got some news that might... Slightly a uh, bit different to what you say. Okay, then I'm going to say he will be back. Oh, I, I have news that... Actually lines up with that. Oh, but he will be back. Okay, great. <laughs> okay, so there was a, a a picture tweeted out by Pierce, Bro- not by Pierce Brosnan. Let's just say it was on the internet. I don't know who tweeted yeah. it. Probably not Pierce Brosnan. He probably doesn't have Twitter. But he's in it. Um, Maybe it was the official Mamma Mia Twitter feed. <laughs> Maybe They're like, well finally been. some more news. <laughs> uh, but it's uh, Patrick, sorry, it's not Patrick Stewart. It's Hugh Jackman, Ryan Reynolds, uh, Pierce Brosnan. Palling about. It's the see no evil, hear no evil Speak no evil? Is that yeah. the saying? Mm-hmm. They're all doing a different thing, uh-huh. like those monkeys or whatever. Uh-huh. And and the idea is like, and the, it's like, oh, we're not going to tell you because there's a secret. So the theory is, yes, Pierce Brosnan's Cable, yep, in the Deadpool sequel, uh-huh. and Hugh Jackman will be back for another Wolverine movie. Oh, now not- you said that he'd be back just then. Yeah, do you baby. stand by that? Yeah. Wait, so he said he would be back? No, no, there was there was an, it was just kind of like. Look at this. Look at this. And that's all there was to it. Uh, well, look, maybe it's a case of Wolverine. Because they're not mates, are they? Like Hugh Jackman no, exactly. and Ryan Reynolds are, but yeah. like Pierce Brosnan. Maybe they're saying that they'll, in the De- in Deadpool 2 there will be Pierce Brosnan as Cable and Wolverine will make an appearance in that. Yes, that's that's what I was saying. Did you say that? Yes. Okay, I thought you said there's going to be another Wolverine movie. 
I think there might. I mean, maybe Deadpool two will end up being X Force, but yeah, mm-hmm. or whatever. But um, no, I think that's the way the. the I think I know. I know Hugh Jackman said this is my last turn to, as Wolverine or whatever. But he's good mates with Ryan Reynolds, maybe, and they've all they've been talking about it for years, doing another kind of team up. So yeah, just yeah, do it, man. I mean, maybe this is this also could be um. It could actually be the other way. It could be that um, Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds are going to be in that Remington Steel reboot <laughs> that we've always been promised. Uh, They're going to take the roles of Stephanie Zimbalist and Doris Roberts. Is that what you were googling? That's what I was googling. Who was in Who was in Remington Steel? Well worth it. I think so. The the uh, the TV show that cost Pierce Brosnan the role of James Bond for Tim- like a- no, Timothy Dalton's version of James Bond. Right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. Is it? Do you think he would have been better in that? Version? No, I think Dalton was better overall. Oh, really? Yeah, I haven't even seen those. They're Dalton great, ones. are they? That's that was the they were the premiere. I think of, I think of Action Bond, like the big action set pieces in a James Bond. Oh, but film. people kind of dismissed them at the time because mm. they were like, "This Bond isn't sexy enough." But there's like there's like a big oil rig car chase, and there's all sorts of. At one point, they is there swept back hair on the main Bond? No, he's quite quite short hair. That's, yeah. that's crazy. I didn't there, know at one point. Uh, he and the love interest slide down a snowy peak in a cello case. You know, the big action set pieces. I remember that. No, yeah. I don't remember that it's at real all. Good. Yeah. Where's the cello? She's holding it. Someone's going to have to get that home on a plane without a case, is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Wrap in bubble wrap. Yeah, I guess you could. Yeah, you could do that. Man. Yeah. Travel can be difficult, is I what think I'm so. saying. Yeah. Absolutely. Mason. Hello. Oh, one more bit of X-Men news. I'm ready. Patrick Stewart is the poop emoji. He's the voice. Oh, in the in the emoji movie, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. That has yeah. been confirmed. That's been confirmed. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't hate the man. Good on him. Yes, you cash don't hate ch- him yet. No, mate, cash a check. That's true. Cash a check on a garbage movie. I reckon you could do one of those movies in like thirty minutes. Like you could, yeah, do oh, absolutely. A pro- professional on the, of the you know, caliber you know of Patrick Stewart. One of his lines is going to be, "This is undignified." Yeah, no, you're right. That's 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 it. That's going to be the character, and they just record that. <laughs> Like a, him in a conversation with his agent over the phone, they just record him saying that. <laughs> mm. Have you been practicing your Patrick Stewart uh, Professor X? No, but I feel like I'm going to nail it anyway. Hang okay, <clears throat> Logan. Logan. Oh, that's good too. <laughs> I've yeah. also been. Working. Yeah. Good. Thank you to the people who tweeted us their uh... videos of <laughs> them, their incredible impressions of Patrick Stewart. Logan. Mm. Logan. It's, it's fun to do. It isn't it's it? Fun though? to say. Yeah. 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 Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. 
With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of sh- mother Or <coughs> sales. I definitely prefer <coughs> don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, Nix, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is gonna be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't wanna be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow, and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Cha-ching sound effect. Okay, Mason, we have to Thinking talk. of things that are fun or yeah, not fun. Okay, do you want to talk about Triple X or Sherlock first? Bearing in mind, both of these will be linked in the bottom. If you want to skip over either, we're going to spoil both. Time code them, baby. Yeah, just pick one. Which which one do you want to do first? Let's do Triple X first. Yeah, okay. Um, What a multiple personality disorder of a film, in my opinion. (laughs) Absolutely. Can we just say full spoilers? I mean, what does it... It doesn't matter, right? No, there's no spoil. There's no no twist in this movie, essentially. It's in the trailer where he explodes out of the plane. It's in the the trailer. Yeah, that's true. That's like the end (laughs) thing that happens. Yeah, that's true. All right, well, spoilers for Sherlock, presumably, at some point. When that comes. Well, well time coded. Yeah, okay. Okay, so we went and saw Triple X to the Return of Xander Cage. Yeah. My night didn't start off super well. We saw it on a Wednesday night, a preview screening, mm. and my train broke down uh, 51 minutes walk away from the <laughs> screening. So I walked through the city in the heat. Yeah, you did. To get to Triple X. Three, the return, the state of Xander Cage. Where's he yet? Where is he? He was there, wasn't he? he was I, I googled before we got there. I googled Triple X. Yeah. And the first result, it's like Triple X, the return of the Xander. That's what people are searching for. <laughs> it's not you don't mess with the Zohan people. It's a different thing. <laughs> so yeah, so I was, I, I just, I took the tram in relative comfort. You were very comfortable. So we 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 made it there. I mean, mm-hmm. when we say preview screening. 
it was out like four hours after we saw it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, XXX Return of the Xander movie, XXX Return of the Xander Cage, XXX Return of the Xander trailer. They're the top three search results for that film in Australia. But you know, sometimes Google remembers your searches. So oh, maybe no. That was it's me yeah. late night searching. Okay, from, from the get-go, I was like, these credits are way too long. It was, it was weird, it right? It was like five minutes. Because that's how people, that's how they did credits back in the yeah. day. Yeah, Where you would, now, like, it, 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 it was this quantum leap. At some point, there was some landmark movie that was like, you know what, we're going to put the, tra- we're going to put the credits at the end. Star Wars. Star Wars, there you yeah, go. Yeah, Star Wars. Yeah. Where they were like, and there would have been a huge uproar because everybody involved in the movie would have been like, no, you should leave the, we worked on this movie. You should leave the credits. There was at the a director front. guild, actors yeah, guild thing exactly. that happened or whatever. But this or movie has gone around. back where they've put the most of the credit. It's it was like an it was like a Sony Spider Man movie. It was exactly like that where the credits are way too long. And it wasn't even like with say the Hateful Eight, which had long credits, where it was like, uh-huh. oh no, this is a homage, and look at all these landscapes and whatever. Because the entire movie's set in a cabin, so let's get some. Panoramic views. Sure, yeah. Let's get our money's worth. But this was just like, it felt like it was filmed in a box. Yeah. Like it was just like zooming around a box and it was like, director, actor, producer, 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 <laughs> producer, producer, writer, writer, we get writer, it. This writer, movie writer. had a lot of producers yeah. and writers, yeah. all right? Vin Diesel somewhere in there. And then at the end, it's like, director again. It's like, no, we saw that was, yeah. that happened and already. And there's no, what is also odd about this film, I think, is that there's no cold open. It's no, it's, it's, it's not an action sequence, then a whole bunch of credits. But bearing in mind the audience that this movie is directed towards, I would not be surprised if there's a lot of walkouts before the credits are finished. <laughs> this isn't what I paid up for. Mm. I, didn't, I didn't pay I didn't, to read a bunch of words. I'm here to see Triple X to the return Turn of the Z- Xander. Xander's back, Xander. baby. Yeah. yeah. And so after we got through that, mm-hmm. uh, what, what do you remember from that movie? Uh, look... I can't have a good time with this movie. It's exactly what you said it was in terms of this is fun and dumb. Oh, this is bad. And dumb. Oh, this is fun and dumb. Yeah. Oh, it's bad. I felt there were like, t- I don't know if, because we always talk about reshoots in this movie. I don't know yeah. if there were any reshoots or if they got the director to do half of the scenes and his work experience kid to do the other half of the yeah. scenes. But there was, in this movie, almost one-to-one, it was an action sequence that was cr- quite creative and well shot with good choreography mm, and like pretty sometimes. solid effects. And then immediately afterwards, an action sequence that was terrible with laughable CGI <laughs> and just the most, just the most boring setup imaginable. <laughs> and then there'd be a scene where people are kind of having fun and it's good chemistry between two characters. Yeah. And like, you talk about the grenade scene. Yeah. Pretty, yeah, pretty okay, and, yeah. Yeah, creative and like, pretty decent acting and what have you. And then they would, then immediately afterwards, there'd be a, a scene with the most cliched action dialogue and the worst, like first pass jokes <laughs> yeah. and just, just cringeworthy, like embarrassing stuff. Do you buy a Vin Diesel as this super sexy spy who's, who's like sexing all the ladies. And at he's one point he has sex with six women six at once. Six women at once. He goes to have sex with one woman yep. and that woman goes, I don't want to have sex with you, but luckily there are six women here who will have sex with yeah. you. And then you see, and then it cuts to like presumably 48 hours later <laughs> and they're all asleep from being sexed so well mm-hmm. and he's like, my job's so hard. Then he puts on his dirty, <laughs> piss-stained fur coat. <laughs> the dirtiest... He- Ugly coat that's ever existed. Mm-hmm. It yeah. looks, oh, it's, it's like a dead ram. It's horrible. Yeah, right. It's all matted and knotted up. Yeah. It's no good. Mm. And, and there's all these things of like, because 
the bit the bit that really stuck out stuck out for me was he meets this CIA uh, assistant lady who's she's like a sexy lady but she's got glasses or whatever Mm -hmm. and her immediate reaction is you're the most good looking man I've ever seen I can't believe I'm standing in the presence of Xander Cage bearing in mind he looks like a fucking egg in a vest (laughs) (laughs) he does yeah yeah and I'm not saying he's a bad looking man yeah but the way they talk about him is like there has never been a person this good looking yeah and they're like, and uh, like he seems in real life, like he seems real charming and fun. And I bet if you hung out with him, yeah. he's fun. But and he's probably real life good looking. Yeah, and I think, and you know, and I bet there's tons of women out there who are like, I, how charming and handsome is he? But to find six supermodels in the same room who are all like, yep, absolutely, <laughs> definitely, one hundred percent my type. Yeah, very odd. So the opening sequence, which blew my mind, yes. And this is in the trailer. Uh-huh. But this is all spoilers anyway, not that it matters. He's at the top of a radio tower. He steals a transceiver. Wait, is tran- that the opening sequence or is there a pre-opening sequence? No, sorry, there's a Samuel L. Jackson opening sequence where that's a, maybe a famous soccer player that he's trying to recruit to be a triple X. Because he's good agent. at soccer. Because he can kick him. The triple X team, as a throwback to action movies of the 80s, I guess, if you have a seemingly useless skill yeah. or like a skill that isn't suited to action... You can be on a super team of elites, and it's just so extreme. And it is the the opening is kind of interesting because Samuel L. Jackson, who's in the other two, which I haven't seen, is pushing real hard to recruit this star soccer player to be in the Triple X program. And the guy's like, "But I'm just a regular s- soccer player, soccer star, yeah." <laughs> Sorry, football. If you're mm, in the, if yeah. you're the whatever, I'm just the star of the great game. <laughs> and then a robber comes in and he kicks like a napkin holder into his head and knocks him out, uh-huh. and. Samuel L. Jackson's like, so you could be a triple X. Mm-hmm. And then a satellite crashes and there's just fire yeah. through the frame, killing Samuel L. Jackson, except he's not dead or injured. In the- oh, and he's bald. So maybe it's singed off all his hair because <laughs> he turns up at the end. What That's was- the world of triple X. What was the point Death of that? Death is meaningless <laughs> in the world of triple X. Well, it is. Because- up is down, right is wrong. Who knows? Eggs are sex symbols. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> matter. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's for all the Twitter eggs out there. <laughs> they want to believe they're sex symbols. So he disappears, and the role of Samuel L. Jackson recruiting Triple X goes to Tony Collette, mm-hmm. who, to be fair, does exactly what she needs to do in this. Chew a whole bunch she of scenery. Chew it up. The yeah. worst dialogue. <laughs> like Said by a really good actress. The, the worst performance she's ever put in. Yeah. Without no a doubt. doubt. Without a doubt. Because <laughs> they need to recruit Triple X because there's a box which can crash satellites, but also it's the only one, or there's two. Sorry. So basically, so the, here's the Sorry, point. what's the story? Oh, what's no. The, I mean, you're going to do it anyway. Yeah, so yeah. basically uh, there is the there is a, a box called Pandora's Box, the tech boy, the nerds in the lab called it Pandora's it's Box. It's the name right? of everything, isn't it? And it, it crashed a satellite onto yeah. Samuel L. Jackson. So the... the and the, the soccer player. Yep, yeah, whatever. Well, he's the, alive. Yeah, the CIA found who who unleashed this Pandora's box. Yeah. They killed him, presumably. They collected the Pandora's box, and they're like, here it is. Oh, is that what happened? I yeah. thought the CIA did. It's not important. No, the CIA got that, it, and, then, and yeah. they they gave it to Tony Collette, and she's like, here's, here's this box. We've got to keep it out of enemy hands. Yeah. And then a team... Bearing in mind, it has no USB ports. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know how it works. How does it work? <laughs> uh, probably has like a... Uh, some sort of... Bluetooth? But maybe Bluetooth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe it's WAP enabled. It may be. Uh, so anyway, uh, they get it and then a team shows up 
Yeah, you, you kill everybody on the on the in the CIA. Donnie Yen takes a running jump off a neighboring skyscraper. Yep. drops m- minimum fifty feet through <laughs> a plate glass window. Does a roll and kicks the shit out of twenty guys in a room. Yeah, and he's like, you know what? He's really good. Yeah, his right. action sequences are really. That's good. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. There's one later when he's on the he's on a, on the plane. Yeah, and he's and there's. One later where he's fighting... There's one earlier where he's fighting Vin Diesel on the... On the street. On the freeway. Yeah. And he's doing the multi-high kicks and he's mm. amazing. And there's one where he's fighting all the goons on the plane and it's amazing. Yeah. Put him in a better movie. Yeah. Put him in the Fast and Furious movies. Mm. He should be in that. Because that's how they tried to build it. They yeah. tried to build it as this Fast and Furious movie. And so the box... It is Fast and Furious in many ways. It certainly is in a lot of ways with a much lower budget. Mm-hmm. And some of the CGI waves certainly demonstrate that, which we'll talk about. <laughs> well, yeah. But so then Xander Cage, he, he doesn't. He, he, they recruit him, they get him back, and he's like, "I don't want your pencil pushing soldiers. Uh-huh. I'm going to bring my own team in." And the team is Ruby Rose, who's a pretty yeah. good sniper. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was going to say. Oh, sorry, go on. It's so yeah. He's he's they've got a team of bad guys. Yep. And he builds his own team of good guys, and they're going to face off, which is something that I love in movies, yeah. Well, in any TV shows where you've got a team of experts versus their opposite numbers. I always think that's great. Agreed. And both teams are deadly and both teams are highly skilled yeah. and both teams have one guy who's in it for no reason. <laughs> There's no reason for him to be in it. They they don't look useless. Okay, so the the good the guys, Vin Diesel's team has Triple uh, X. A, a Triple X who can do everything. Yep. Uh, they have Ruby Rose who's a, a sniper. sniper yep. Who might be the might be the next Jai Courtney. We'll just see what we'll happens. See how there. we go, yeah. But she's not terrible in this. I agree. And I'm not a massive Ruby Rose fan, but she did okay. And then there's a DJ. Wait, there's a four. There's a four. There's the there's Irish. Guys. There's the Irish. There's the, he's the hound driver. from Game of Thrones. Yeah, he's the he's the wheel man. He's good at crashing yeah. cars. Uh, and he's, or he, boats. at least he's got a death wish or whatever he's yeah. got. And the, the DJ, DJ, who's a DJ. Yeah, and that and he can fire a gun. But everybody can fire. Everybody a gun. in this is firing guns at all times. Yeah. But, I, I don't because they go to a party at one point and Vin Diesel's like, "Don't drink at this party," and the DJ's like, "I'm gonna drink at this party." And then he drinks and DJs, but that's the end of it. Yeah, that's all he there's does. There's no, there's no consequence, and he's not a DJ slash escape artist. He's not a DJ slash explosives expert. No, he's just a DJ. So I spoke to a friend of mine, uh, yet a couple of days ago, and I'm like, "What's his deal?" And he's like, "Oh, he's a Chinese pop star." So oh, the answer is always, if you don't know what a character okay. is in a movie, and you don't know why they're there, they're a Chinese pop star. And also, I said to him. Isn't it weird? Oh, there's how- going to be more of these movies there. It's going to do yeah. really well in China. Yeah. So, and I said to him, and this this is a guy, uh, my friend Martin, who I think maybe listens to the show. Hi, Martin, if you're listening. Uh, shut up, Martin. Yeah, shut up, <laughs> shut up with your opinions, Martin. But uh, he's he's right on it with movies. Like he's got yeah. an encyclopedic knowledge of movies, and he picks up on so many things that I miss in movies. He should do this show. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> He'd be better at it. But and I said, isn't it weird how both teams have a guy who's completely useless? And he went, "What do you mean?" And I went, "Well, there's the DJ, and on the bad guy's side, there's the other guy." Is he a rugby and he went, player? and he went, "What?" And I'm like, "The fourth, the fourth he had the member, cauliflower yeah, exactly." Is. And I'm like, who the is four- he? And he's like, "I don't even, I didn't even remember that guy existed oh. in that movie because he's n- he was tough. He was tough. I think but they're all a- tough. Yeah, I know, right? Useless. And, and it's it's so bizarre because you can knock out a bad guy by punch him in the face." And, and But also, Vin Diesel at one point gets fully hit by a car. Him and Donnie and both like, get hit by cars. Like, re- not just tapped. Yeah. Like, like yeah. hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, he just, and, they, and they just look at each other like, the <laughs> life of a triple X. Yeah, right? Yeah. And then they're up and off. Yeah. 
But the movie opens with that's what I was going to talk about that's at right. the start. He's in he's in a radio tower, yes. and you don't know where he is. Mm-hmm. And then he grabs a radio transceiver, probably in Paraguay. And, yeah, and then that, you look down and you see sort of in the jungle, and the the soldiers are like, "Get down from there, Triple X! Stop! Stop being so extreme!" <laughs> and he's like, "I'll, I'll never <laughs> stop being so extreme." <laughs> and then I don't know whether he bird's got to fly. <laughs> I don't know whether he put the tiger ski- can't change its stripes. I don't know whether he put the skis up there the day before hmm. or he'd carried them up there. Or they were just built into his shoes. Or they shoes. were built into it. But he clicks into a pair of like downhill skis, Yep. drops 50 At feet. At least, maybe 100 maybe feet. Maybe 100 That's feet. That's the precedent for Donnie Yen <laughs> leaping into that building because yeah. it wasn't as extreme as Vin Diesel dropping 100 feet off... Off a conning tower in a ske- <laughs> on skis. But not only that, like, he hits the jungle, and I was kind of like, I'm, this, this is what this is, but he lands perfectly in between two ski poles. Right. And then he's down the mountain, yeah. down a jungle with two ski poles, until he hits a hut, and then he's like, time for my triple X skateboard. And the kids are like, here's your triple X skateboard, triple X. <laughs> time to be extreme in a way only you can, down a hill. Only a way a 50-year-old egg can be. <laughs> And then he's off down the mountain. Yeah. And he goes up. People have seen the trailer. He goes up the side of a bus. He's high-fiving cars on the yep. way down. Those people have broken arms. <laughs> That's it, exactly. It's insanity. But it's also kind of fun. Yeah, because it's fun because that's... It, it felt like, like a, I don't know, there's probably a Steven Seagal movie where you think he's going to do... He's, he's in a dangerous action sequence, but actually he's just delivering some egg rolls or whatever. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? It's the similar thing. Yeah. That's kind of fun. Because all he was doing was bringing the football to, he was the, bringing the, football. to the Paraguayans. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, time to go to a different town because I'm triple X. And you know that because later you see the map and he's like, I've been to too many towns. That's right, I've been I'm, all these towns. I've been too extreme mm. in my 50 years of being an egg. Yeah. Yeah. You'd think with all these skills you just remember that. Because if he left that map, if he left that map somewhere, people would be like, well, he Realistically, you can only be in like four more towns. Yeah. And he's been everywhere. It's better than him looking at his phone and like his Facebook wall and all these tagged in posts, <laughs> right. I guess. Yeah. yeah. But so he meets. So when he gets recruited, there's a CIA operative slash personal assistant, I guess, who is immediately the most annoying character. Oh, actually, you know, if, we, if we're going to talk about. We, you mentioned Ruby Rose. Yeah. And again, I don't know. I have not seen Ruby Rose in basically anything. She's in John Wick for like five minutes, I think. I think she's in the new one. She's in John. Yeah, okay. She's filming John Wick too. Yeah, maybe. But yeah. she's in uh, Orange Is the New Black. Yeah, I haven't seen that season. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. You've I've, probably seen her in, a, in accepting an MTV Movie Award, yelling at her bullies. I'm sure you've seen. Yeah, that. that's probably it. Yeah, but anyway, I don't have any opinion on Ruby Rose. She seems fine. She's got great teeth. Uh, but <laughs> no I there. know a lot of people who are like, "Oh, Ruby Rose, pff, ugh, no good. Don't sure. like her. She's annoying." And I think the cr- the the producers of this film have gone. A lot of people think Ruby Rose is annoying, so to preempt that, we will cover for her by introducing the most annoying character that I have seen probably in a movie in probably 10 years, <laughs> at least. So Nina Dobrev plays... How did you know her name? Because you said that, because we, we were just talking to each other during yeah. this. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I remember, yeah. But that's the thing, I don't think I've seen her in anything, but I remember the name. Yeah. So, But she is... I guess Tony Collette's personal assistant, or Triple X's personal, personal assistant, assistant. Then and then, she no, is thoroughly annoying. The first thing she says is, "Oh my God, it's Xander Cage. This is the best thing I've seen since since Coachella. Except I didn't go to Coachella. I'm mostly inside. Can I have sex with you? This is my safe word. I don't like guns, but I'm also really rad. Yeah, uh, 
this is the bit that really got me. <laughs> it really bothered me. This is the bit that bothered me the most where she goes... In the whole movie? Yes. She's like, you're so jacked. You're just like the Terminator. First of all, he's not. Look, yeah. I'm not saying he's not a fit man. He's definitely fitter than me, mm. but he's a little bit fat. And you do CrossFit. I sometimes do that. Mm. You know what I mean? You like, won't shut up about CrossFit. <laughs> everybody tells me... That's not important. Mm. But you know what I mean? Like, he's, I'm not saying he's unfit. They do yeah. a Daniel Craig coming out of the, the surf moment, but he's not Daniel Craig. That's true. And I'm not saying he's not unfit, but I'm just saying he's not... He's not the rock, is he? No, he's that's clearly true. not the rock. And she's like, "You're so jacked, but not like like the Terminator, but not like the Terminator from Terminator, Terminator One. One, the liquid Terminator." No, she from- says the Terminator. She says you're not the, like the Terminator from Terminator One. You're like the Terminator from Terminator Two that goes back to kill the Terminator from Terminator One. The liquid 1. Terminator, yeah. who is the wiriest man yeah. on earth. Mm-hmm. That's why they got him because he was so wiry. <laughs> you're right. It was. It makes no sense. Yeah. Who was on the set that day? Who was like? Who has not seen Terminator 2? Right? Everybody's seen Terminator 2. How did that slip everybody, through? Everybody on that set has seen all the Terminator, all the Arnold Schwarzenegger movies, including True Lies, because they stole a gag <laughs> they from absolutely True Lies. Did. Yeah, specifically with that character. Yeah. I don't understand it. Mm. Like, that bit bothered me. Yeah. But there is a bit at the end where she doesn't want to shoot guns, but luckily she overcomes her fear of shooting guns by to shooting shoot gun. guns. Yeah. And she drops a machine gun and then it spirals around and shoots two guys, and then she's like, that's In awesome. In a way that guns have never done. That's right. You cannot do that. Except in, the, think movie, they did except that on, in the movie I think True they Lies. even did that on Mythbusters once. Oh, right. Like they just, you can just throw Slam a gun on the down, ground yeah. all the time. Like it, it will not go off. You can throw a gun into a forest fire, and it, nothing <laughs> will happen. Uh. Yeah. So they do the True Lies gag, and it's not funny. If it goes off, it'll fire once. Yeah. But it what's just holding, What's holding book? the trigger down? These are all good questions, Yeah, Mason. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, True Lies is because True Lies is tongue and cheek and over top, over the top in a way that's very self aware. But this ranges from being really self aware to what yeah. is happening. Like mm-hmm. oh, who who's doing this? Yeah, that's yeah, that's the way I. Mm. I forgot the opposing team. It's Donnie Yen who's great. Yes, it's that lady. Yeah, who we should really look up. It would be nice to remember her name in this because she's great. I think she's great in it. Yeah, she was okay. Yeah, they uh, had that bit where they're gonna there's the knife and the gun to the throat. Yeah, okay, it's pretty that's good. F- no. That wasn't what I was going to no. say. I was just saying that was a bit that was in the yeah. movie. Uh, her name is Deepika Padukone. I'm saying that incorrectly, but there it is. Nah, you got that, mate. Yeah, Don't nice. worry about that. Uh, and uh, the uh, the great Tony Jaa is the... Yeah, who's also in uh, Fast and Furious. The yeah, last right. one. He fights Paul Walker on a bus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, he's in it. And then the rugby guy. <laughs> yeah. Right. Maybe he's a rugby guy. Maybe he's an MMA guy. One thing that I, maybe I thought of, if, if it's not just... Chinese pop star. I th- I've. She's an Indian film actress. They, well, that makes that sense. That makes sense, yeah. Uh, I, I thought maybe in the movie, maybe they just. And I'd have to watch it again to be sure, but maybe they just ran out of combinations. Right. Like maybe they went, okay, in this first acting sequence, person A is going to fight person B, and person C is going to fight person D, and so on and so forth. And yeah. in the next sequence, person A is going to fight person F, and person <laughs> B is going to fight person. Person C is going to fight person, but they just went like that. And then they got to a point point they're like, we can't just have them fight again. Yeah. We're going to have to add two more characters. Yeah. I think that might be it. But there's nothing like, oh, thank God these two are kind of, you know, going to have a showdown. Yeah. Every Fast and Furious movies, you're like, oh, The Rock's going to fight Vin Diesel. Oh, yeah, Jason yeah. Statham's going to fight Vin That's Diesel. That's true. Oh, Paul Walker's going to fight Tony Jaa. This, I'm like, I don't care if any of these guys even meet. That's like, true, it doesn't yeah. matter to me at all. Either that or they went, they built the teams according to Transformers rules, which is you have Brave Leader, you have like Rogue 
second in command. You have like big powerhouse and you have guy who can transform into a tape player, which is how they got the DJ, <laughs> potentially. Absolutely. We're going to talk about the jet ski. Oh, see, that's bit. what I'm talking about. Like even the sequence where they both, like where Donnie N and Triple X both get hit by cars and they fight on the freeway. That's a, that's a fun it's, kind of chase. It's fun yeah. and it, it's feel, even though they both definitely would have died being hit by the car, it's visceral and it's kind of yeah, solid. Feels and they're real. both definitely I mean, there. Vin Diesel could not outrun Donnie Yen. No. <laughs> like no, no. But it's, it's, I agree. It's he, a couldn't, good... he couldn't chase him over a fence. Definitely not. No. Yeah. But... They at least that feels on the hits feel solid. Yeah. In there's that sequence where they're both chasing each other off a, off the. They're on they're on motorcycle. They're on dirt bikes. They're on, so they're Vin, on. So Vin Diesel beats up four guys with a dirt bike. He's kicking the wheel That's into right. them. Do you remember that? Now that is happened? this this is they were, they've both been on the floating night. They go to Bali. Or yeah. Something. Okay. Right. They're both on holiday Bali. Okay. That'll bring in <laughs> a lot of Australians. Yeah. Um And then they both this there's a big dirt bike chase. And then they both leap off solid ground onto the water, and in midair, both of their motorcycles transform into jet skis. Also, Vin Diesel discovers that midair. Yeah, right. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. he sees Donnie Yen go do it, and then he looks down midair and's like, "Oh no, mine does that." Mine, I've got a jet ski, and it's literally well. just a ski on each wheel. Yeah, I don't know how it works. Like, how how is it propelled? Because the the wheel isn't about half an inch of water. I don't know how they're getting that speed, how they're yeah, staying Yeah, we just sort of whisk through. <laughs> yeah. How they're staying through. upright, how it's floating. Like, you'd think if it was floating, it would have to be like a jet ski or even skis where mm. there's like, they're, they're side by side, they're parallel. Yeah, right. Like train tracks. Yeah. But they're, they're, they're just... It'd be like trying to unicycle across a river. <laughs> That's right, exactly. I don't know. So they go off, they have a, they go into the waves... What do you call it when it's like a half pipe of water? What do you call that? Is there a term it's for it? It's just a half pipe. I okay. Think. Yeah. But they do a half pipe. And they, it's just the <laughs> most laughable. Se- there were in front of us at the theatre, there was a group of people, I assume also reviewing for a, a weird podcast, who were loving this movie ironically. Every, yeah. every second of this, they were loving just yeah, how absolutely. dumb it was. Yeah. But it was just this laughable CGI. Yeah. The worst. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And at one point, they both go underwater. Yes. And then they come out of the water. The underwater bit looked okay because it looked like they put Vin Diesel underwater. Sure, right. But it looked like Die Another Day, Pierce Brosnan paragliding on the wave. Yeah, right. Which makes sense because this movie should have come out in 2002. Mm. The same year that that did. Yeah. But then also, so... Triple X gets the... Because he's after the Pandora's box and he yeah. gets it off Donnie Yen and he comes out of the water and he does his James Bond moment. He's a bit fat. Nothing wrong with that, <laughs> but I'm just saying... It, it, they Diversity emph- of body shape in film is good, I think. Absolutely. You know what? But they emphasised it a bit too much. Do you know what I mean? To be like, <laughs> look at this. You look like this, this day. Look at this beefcake right here. <laughs> but that's how men were in movies in the 60s. That's how men were in the movies 15 years ago. Like, yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah, yeah you're right. But, but Donnie Yen's gone. It's never explained it's where he goes. You're right. Like, he just disappears. He goes in the water. under a wave. You don't see. Like he gets hit by a wave and he's gone. He just dispersed he in the water. Like, for the box. He just dispersed in the water like piss in a swimming pool. <laughs> just, just gone like a like a golden ghost. But but then they team up yeah. to get the real box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because there's a real Pandora's box. Yep. If you thought that was the real one, you were wrong, baby. Naive. Because that what can only idiot. crash one satellite. Yeah. But the real one can crash all the all satellites. Of the satellites. And I love it how they're like. And it turned out the real villain was some guy. <laughs> you thought it was going to be Donnie Yen, charismatic action star Donnie Yen, but it wasn't. It's some guy who looks like Amanda Sante, but isn't Amanda Sante. We had to look it up later. It's not Amanda Sante. <laughs> 
So, but also the CIA have framed Triple X. Yep. Because they want to use Triple X to do all the Triple X things, but then get the box to to crash their own satellites mm-hmm. for the government. Yeah. But then Triple X is like, I don't, I don't care for any of this. Mm. So he, I'm going to do some extreme things, and, and you'll regret it. And, and they're like, we didn't expect him to do extreme things. So he gets shot point blank in the chest by Tony Collette, but luckily mm. he was sexily put on body up body armor by the, the indestructible, invisible body armor. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Earlier. That Tony Collette probably should have learned known about. Also, Tony, or should have just shot him in the head. Why would you leave it to chance? Why would you? Why would you also, shoot him in the chest and then just leave him on the floor? Why would you get into that standoff with him when he didn't know you were going to betray him yet so you could just shoot him in the back of the head? Like, Because <laughs> she explains it. She's like, you know how the government is. We're going to rule the world and this is America or whatever. Like, just kill him. Who cares? Exactly. God. I guess because this is... It's a movie, isn't it? And it's a movie, and it's supposed to be like a more extreme James Bond. And traditionally, a James Bond villain explains what's going to happen before they do it. And sure, the time of that is past. It's way past, but fine, put it in. It's not that past, because the last James Bond did it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, on the... James Bond's back to form. He's not back to form. Casino Royale, he was back to form. Yes. Rest, it's been a declining scale. Anyway. Skyfall was a triumph of cinema, wasn't it? Shut up, no. So Everyone's he, wrong. He's dead me. on the floor of the plane with uh, what's his name? Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen, and because Donnie Yen's now a good guy, because yep. he, wa- he, w- he was going to use the box himself, but now he's gonna, how specifically? It's never said. He, he doesn't even have a port. <laughs> how was he going to do <laughs> exactly, it? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Then Donnie Yen's like, no, not triple X, because Donnie Yen's also triple X. He was yep. a triple X. Everybody's everyone's a triple X. No, it, well, all the bad guy team are triple X. That's true. Yeah. The. Tri- triple X's team are, do- out- are outside the bounds of Triple X because in a way they're too extreme for be- to be Triple X. I feel like they've really watered down the recruitment for Triple X. Yeah, right? I mean, I understand Vin Diesel got his own team. It's like he's maybe not... So he's, he's maybe his criteria is more kind of like, oh, this is a friend, I'll just get him into the Triple X. Yeah, sure, X. yeah, mates. But, mates but all the other mates. ones, I'm like, yeah, come on. No, uh, I'm going to look up Tony Jar, I'll give the Triple X to. Yeah. He, 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 he could do a Lady Triple X was great, though. But what but could she do? Remember the sequence with the, the grenades? Yeah, that, that sequence okay. is fun. Yeah, it's like dumb, that, yeah. but no, it's good. Uh, it is. It's, so it's basically Russian Dipika, roulette with I'm going to call it Dipika. I'm assuming okay. I'm mispronouncing that, but no, there you go. Not, I thought not. she was great in that. Yeah, I don't disagree. But like, so there's a, yeah, because there's like a grenade. And she's good um, at shooting and she's good at flipping and whatever. Is it her who's back to back with Ruby Rose? Yes, it is. Don't like that. Don't, I back thought it was back kind of fun. shooting. Come on, I know we still it's doing dumb, that. We still doing but that. But I think at, a, at that point we were kind of deep into it. When you think of bad action movies that should have realized they're I way think past Triple their... X, the return of <laughs> is this one Xander Cage? Yes. Yeah. But I think like when you think of action tropes that should be, or action movies even that should have realized they're way past their expiration date. Like Expendables three as an yeah. example, like that's bad. This is better than that. That's this, this is, is way funner. Better. This than, is much more yeah, fun yeah, than yeah, that. Yeah. And I thought those two were pretty good together. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. Fair but right. again, like I th- again, when you when we talk about these characters, some like some of Ruby Rose's dialogue I thought was kind of fun, where she's like, "Oh my god, what what's he doing there?" It's but so Ruby 90s. Rose also drops a that's what she said, but that's not line. her fault. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I oh, know. Yeah, I'm not they saying need, they yeah. needed something to end that scene. Like, there's a scene where she's the the most annoying character in the in the movie says, "Oh, you really know what you're doing down there," and she's like, "That's what she said," and that's you know whatever. But there's there's the bit it's where very, it's very funny. She's looking at some. I can't remember the, the setup, but she's looking at something through a sniper scope, and she's like, "Oh my god, what he's doing there is so nice. Look at it. She's he's going to send a fax at you." Yeah, kind of thing. and I'm like, yeah, that's no, a, that's, that's, I don't that's, mind the sniper scene. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that was all right. That was Ruby Rose's best 
performance in anything I've seen her. There you go. Both of us have seen her in. <laughs> yeah, right. And she does the thing where she. Uh, so I was going to say Spando Ballet. That's not it. <laughs> What's it called? <laughs> that that crazy circus thing they do. Yeah, she she she, she did a um. Cirque du Soleil. Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> she's Cirque du Soleil. She's Spando Ballet right out of that mm-hmm. tree. That's right. Yeah. Uh, okay, she's so... Ringling Circus. Yes. So after Triple uh, X explodes a plane or during and Donnie N gets shot in the chest, but he's fine. Did, did he, he have get Bonnie? shot in the chest? I think he did. Okay. He definitely got shot point blank. Okay. But maybe... you don't see where he got, got hit. Uh-huh. But maybe he had the magic body armor. Yep. Ice Cube turns up. <laughs> yeah. Which, in the one hand... Bonus Ice Cube in a movie, I'm all for that. <laughs> Me too. I think that's excellent. But without, there's no foreshadowing that he's going to be in this. No. So unless, they, and I know he was in the last one, but yeah. I haven't seen it. Right. Yeah. And this movie is 11 or 12 years after. 2005. Because he's XXX 2005. Or six. Let's yeah. say five, yeah. So if this movie is just for triple, this movie cannot be just geared towards triple X fans <laughs> because they don't exist anymore. <laughs> no, they don't. So it must be for new people who are like, let's get on board with this fun new action franchise. Before we see Triple X, we should watch the other Triple X. Right. So in this case, so without any context, it's just a guy showing up to save the day with no foreshadowing. And they also mention that he hasn't done anything for 11 years. They say that He's been waiting for a call for 11 years. And he also maybe has Vin Diesel's car. If that is Vin Diesel's, Vin Diesel's car. I think it is, yeah. So when Vin Diesel parachutes out of the sky, which, by the way, is a scene stolen directly from Uncharted 3, uh-huh. where a man flies through the air out of a cargo plane, grabs a grabs crate, a crate and, then, yeah. and then whatever, and lands. The the pop star, who is apparently a pop star, mm-hmm. is filming it on his... What we presume is a product, <laughs> a product placement, placement camera, a little hey handheld. We, we do ads. That's yeah. fine. It is what That's it right. is. It was just a we- But it was also he weird was that probably, didn't show what it was. No, he was probably filming the action on his Mack Weldon antimicrobial t-shirt. Off the oh, code. Classic crew neck. Off a code, mm. whatever our off a code so is. So good. So tr- the uh, Ice Cube turns up and they bro hug. Yeah. And they're like, let's... Because they've never met, but they're bros. Apparently. And they're family. And Ice Cube has his car. Yeah. Which I guess means he lives in the area. Or lives in the car. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, he hasn't had work for 11 years, yeah. has he? Yeah. And then they're like, more adventures, please. Yeah, so that means they're going to team up in the next one, which well, I would watch. But there's a lot I'll of... 1 million percent yeah, watch Yeah, you're that. right. There's a lot of international stars in this. I yeah. was like, there's no way this will get a sequel. But mm. it actually, it might. Mm. But anyway, this was crap. And <laughs> if you want to, if you're going to watch it, Watch it with a group of people who can kind of appreciate and laugh at a thing yeah. in your house. Yeah. Don't don't. Here's go my out. tip for you: don't take a date to this movie. Definitely not, because you'd be. It's the kind you of had movie... some head in hand. I don't. We don't watch a lot of movies together because of scheduling and what have you. Yeah. But you had a lot. You had your head in your hands for some of it. <laughs> it was so, our date. Yeah. 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 But, but also, I feel like it's the kind of thing where I'm sure I've seen a movie on a date like this with a girl. When I was a single man. Oh, yeah. Where, like, it's kind of like they insist that we see a movie like this to show that, like, hey, this is a guy movie and neither of us want to see it. Right. Like, no, I don't I don't need this. And you're just saying, you know, you're just trying to be polite <laughs> and think this is a movie I want to see. I don't want to see this. But then again, we did see a lot of garbage, didn't we? That's true. This movie really, it harkened back, Mason. Oh, yeah. To that era between, like, 2000 and 2009 where we saw everything. Yeah, right. We saw literally every movie. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> anyway, it was kind of fun. It was kind of fun. I'm gonna say best movie ever. Definitely worst. Mm-hmm. I cannot recommend this. Worst movie ever. Yeah. Are we resetting our worst movie ever barometer at the start of every year? What is the barometer? 
Who knows? It's a very vague system in a way. Mm. I just can't say, uh, you shouldn't pay for this. Look, if a group of friends were seeing it, I'd probably pay and see it again. Okay, fair enough. So, you know All what? Right, fair enough. There was some solid action. Some of it was fun. I like most of the personalities in this movie. Sure. Did anything else happen in this? Uh, it's not going to be the new Fast and Furious. No, definitely Which is not. what they're kind of gearing it towards. What else dumb happened? Uh, Ruby Rose shoots the CIA guy through Triple X's fingers. I liked that. It was fun. that was okay. Yeah. They actually explained why she couldn't see him with thermal... Imaging because yeah. he heated yeah, the room up. So many, I guess there's too many heaters. That's a real. That's a real genius move from that guy. <laughs> yes, it is. I knew that man. maybe Rose was gonna yeah. mm-hmm. be using vision. Anyway, yeah. that's it. I think. If I think of anything while we discuss Sherlock. Oh yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, yeah. Uh, we're gonna spoil Sherlock. Yeah. So mm-hmm. get ready for that. This yeah. is happening now. There's only been three episodes, mm-hmm. but they're they're like feature length. Nearly, they're long they? episodes. Have you seen all that's three? That's feature length is one way of saying it. Long is another way. I did watch all three. Yes. I liked the middle one. And half of the last one. What did you like? What happened in the first one? Refresh my memory. Which one was that again? Uh, spies. I don't buy Martin Freeman's Watson's wife as this super international British spy. I did before they showed her doing, doing the stuff. All the okay, stuff. Right, I'm like, yeah. no. She's no triple X, is she? She certainly isn't. Yeah. No, yeah, you're right. I, I, if she were... A, no, exactly. If she were a... Like a... Covert, yeah, doing like, an undercover... Like a spy in the sense that she was in an office or something. Yeah. Like not even... Like, like With or, Martin Freeman in the yeah, office. Or like, yes, exactly. <laughs> or even... You she know, was Gareth the whole time. Yeah, or if she was like posing as a you know normal citizen, but she's going to like dead drops and she's making yeah. calls late at night. That's a spy I could buy her as, but not this SAS no. wearing the balaclava and holding the machine gun. No, definitely yeah. not. Yeah. Like halfway to Kingsman kind of thing. Yeah, that's Didn't exactly Didn't buy it at all. Was, yeah, yeah, you're right. So the story of the first one was there was a man... We're going to breeze through these. I don't even <laughs> remember this one. It's been, yeah. it's been a few weeks. So there was a man who hated her because she'd apparently ratted out their, their super... Cool that's spy right. team. Yeah. But it turned out she didn't and it was a secretary. But there was that you know what the problem with this episode, except probably the se- these series, except for the second one, you can't piece together the clues to figure it out. Right. Because it's just these revelations are dropped like, Oh, it's the secretary. I don't oh, there was a, how would I know that? Yeah, like, we're spoiling that, all these, right? Yes, we already said that. Yeah, or there's a there's a revelation like, oh, Sherlock has two more siblings. Yeah, There's no a, way to guess that. Yeah, that's There's, right. If, you know what? If, if, they, if, if you could go back through the previous three seasons of Sherlock and go, oh my God, that's a clue and that's a clue yeah. and that's a clue, and it turned out... The only clue was he had a dog and that dog wasn't a dog. It was a boy. <laughs> How the fuck would... Anyway. Yeah. This also this season it invented a whole bunch of ways to repress people's memories. Yes. Like or or like erase twist them. people's minds, hyp- yeah. hyp- hypnosis and whatever. He's not the mentalist, he's Sherlock. Well, he's not, but his sister is. He's the mentalist apparently. Could, yeah. He could do anything and make anybody do anything and and yeah. whatever. Uh-huh. Which I didn't even hate that element of it cuz you kind of Let's go. Maybe we should go back to the start. Okay. Okay. Episode one. Uh, there's a is Moriarty's back and Sherlock, baby. Yeah, Sherlock thinks this whole thing is Moriarty, Moriarty related. And I actually didn't mind the twist of like they solve a few minor cases where the the guy's son appears dead in the car and it turns out he was trying to surprise his yeah. dad and whatever. 
I also haven't. I didn't see the like that's previous, a case yeah. where you look at it and you go, oh, when you look at the facts of how that came to be. I mean, it's dumb, but yeah. it makes sense because you 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 set all the pins up. Yeah, yeah. I, also I didn't watch the previous season of this, oh, by the way. It's irrelevant. It's after he. Yeah, he he apparently died, but he fell into the bloody. See, that's why I didn't. What? Sherlock jumped off the roof, but he fell in the. He fell in the truck full of oh, mattresses, he did. right? Oh, something like that. And then I he can't... replaced because he went to the mall yeah, to get there was a body. A mask. That, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Know, yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. Yeah. But in the previous one, it appeared that he killed somebody, or he did kill somebody. Yeah, he right? killed. Uh, he's the second. He killed the villain. new Moriarty. Right? He killed. The, I can't remember. He's, he's, actual... he's not the Napoleon of crime, but he's the Napoleon of bad real estate deals or something, yes. right? Yeah. And the yeah, because that guy had a mind palace like Sherlock. Ah, uh, okay, right. And, and then Sherlock... Mycroft covered it up. Yes, because they needed Sherlock back to right because Mor. Because the real Moriarty, Ooh. who was dead, actually, yep. and just recorded and remains whole, dead, rec- rec- recorded a whole lot of DVDs of himself just saying, <laughs> right. no, or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, it's just a jump to the left. <laughs> and a step to the right. <laughs> Am I going too big in this? Am I going to the... Yeah, yeah, you, are, like, Mario, you can cut you this are. out if you want. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, in the first episode, I don't know, I don't have anything to say. I didn't like it at all. It was a really complicated case that was also kind of like dumb in the worst ways. And then Watson sort of cheated on his wife. But then but they sort of explained that in the third She only te- cheated with texting, right? Is that Yeah, but it was okay. also ended up being Sherlock's sister who can make anybody do anything. So it's okay, Watson. It's fine, yeah. You're allowed to... Something that I didn't care about in this season is what I like about their... What I think you should come back for in this series, and the only reason I came back for in this series... Well, one, because we had to. <laughs> but the only reason I came back, ultimately, is because I like Martin Freeman and Cumberbatch They're interacting. They're really good. Except you can't have a light, fluffy interaction if Sherlock got your wife killed. <laughs> no, that's right. And yeah. then you both had to... You were both in a deadly cat-and-mouse scenario where you had to choose to kill each other or something. <laughs> like, you can't come back from that. No, you can't. You can't. Yeah. And at the end, like right at the end of the series, they make it, they they go, okay, well, we'll just build our house back exactly the way it yeah. was. And then at the beginning of season five, we'll pretend none of it happened again. Like, if there is a season like, this five, is, Mason. This is a fresh, like this is the fresh start reboot. Yeah. Like at the, I, I reckon if there if there is a season five, be, yeah. they will just... Pretend none of the previous stuff happened. Yeah, I reckon it's going to be three separate cases. I reckon they're going to go back to adapting. Well, that's what we thought. Like the James Bond stuff got too complicated because it was his family and destiny and whatever, and that's what this became. It was like all these ghosts from his past and yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. came back. Anyway, episode one, garbage. <laughs> uh, but Watson's Watson's wife died. There were some bright moments. I thought there were some good little cases that they solved. Yeah. Which which I enjoyed. Second one, I actually I actually enjoyed quite a lot. Uh-huh. So there's this very public figure, very obviously an evil psychopathic villain, giant pointed teeth, very unlikable, really popular for some reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he but he's killing people in well, a hospital. Donald, body Donald Trump. Well, I thought he was more like that. Um, who's that weird, horrible skeleton with long white hair? Rupert Murdoch. <laughs> he is that guy, Jimmy Savile. Oh, I felt okay, he was a bit that's, like okay, that. That's the vibe, like right, this okay. Jimmy Savile kind of this horrible monster hiding in plain sight, just I guess murdering that's the idea. people. But that being said, like I don't know anything about Jimmy Savile. Was he on this? Did he seem? Was he a lovable character yes. in the public? It, this guy doesn't seem like a lovable no, character. No, but also when you look at Jimmy Savile, Savile he also doesn't look like a lovable person. Jimmy that's true. Savile. We have Rolf Harris, yes, who looks like a pedophile. Yes, but no, Jimmy Savile also looks like a. We have Rolf Harris. I don't want him. (laughs) New Zealand could have him. And New Zealand can have Rolf Harris. But no, Jimmy Savile looks 
and is a horror looks like and is a horrible fucking monster. Right, okay. Like a terrible Is it the kind of thing where until you know what he's up to you're like, oh he could, could go No, over. no, you look at Jimmy Savile and you're like, this guy's something's fucking off about this okay, bloke. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's the And maybe that's because the, everything I kind of know about Jimmy Savile came out after like I, I we That's what I'm talking about, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But like he he fooled Louis Thoreau in the early two thousands oh, wow. or whatever. Yeah. So and in but Louis Thoreau kind of like he that kind of Do wears, you think you might be um some kind of uh Horrible monster, Jimmy. <laughs> do you think could be what you're doing isn't quite right? Yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy Savile was a was a sociopath. All right, let's stop talking like, about him. A lot of ways, <laughs> but like, but so I think that's what this drew inspiration was from. So it's that's a guy, my Louis impression. It's very way. good. Thank you. I thought that. Yeah, that was that was on um, point. Um, Logan. Um, <laughs> do you think um all this uh killing people with your adamantium claws is um not quite right? Not appropriate. <laughs> oh my God, you're right, Louis. <laughs> so, so. This guy's That's just, why old man Logan stopped killing people. Oh, he had a revelation. That absolutely. Mm-hmm. It may be the case. So uh, Jimmy Savile's living in a hospital, sort of, and he's got secret passages where he can go in and, and murder yeah. anybody he wants at any point. Uh-huh. Which, you know, I was like, that's, yeah. I mean, a guy this rich, I guess that's possible. Sure. Like, well, that, that was, there's a guy, H.H. Uh, H. Holmes. Yeah, a man who, and they reference him specifically. Yeah, they, oh, there you go. Yeah, that makes sense. Episode, yeah. Uh-huh. The guy who built uh, something specifically so he could just murder There's people. There's a H.H. H. Holmes episode of Do Go On, which was one of my ah, favourite podcasts. I'm going to check that out uh-huh, then. Yeah. Cool. Murders. I will. I like that show. Mm-hmm. So, he, it's, but even then, like you see, this bloke is Jimmy Savile is sitting with a group of kids, just spooking everybody. Right, yeah. Like the staff, the kids That's and what I'm talking about. Yeah. And everyone's like, no, he's great, but he's just spooking everybody yeah, in, a, uh-huh. in a big way. Mm. So Sherlock is heavily addicted to opiates. Mm-hmm. Well, it's heroin in this, I guess. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, because he killed Watson's wife or got her killed or he was there. Right. But the reason he did it is because she told him that he needs to... What was it? She told yeah, she told him that he needs to be in trouble so Watson, Watson can, can save, save him, him or, and then Watson will himself be saved. Right, yeah. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what happens. It's a bit far fetched if you ask me. And the woman that turns up who's Jimmy Savile's I gotta stop calling daughter. Her that. <laughs> Is actually Sherlock's sister. Right. Which I thought was a nice little twist that we could never possibly see coming in a minute. No, no, but years. not even that, but just be like that it might have been in Sherlock's mind that he yeah, imagined right, uh-huh. it, but then yeah. also they add that layer of let's say it was in Sherlock's mind that Sherlock had Sherlock had imagined this entire scenario and he'd dreamt of facts that he couldn't possibly yeah. know to solve this case. Like that makes no sense, but then it turns out that it was Sherlock's sister. Yeah, look, I do him. like the idea of I do like the aspect of making Sherlock not infallible all the time, which is something I hate about previous seasons of this show. Yeah, is that they just make him the best at everything. And everyone loves him, unless you don't love him. But that's only because you don't know he, him. <laughs> you don't know him, and maybe he burned you in the past. Like the only yeah. reason, maybe you got your wife killed. Yeah, or maybe you, maybe he is his equal in Irene Adler, but it turns out she's just in love with him. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's no, it's unpleasant. But and that definitely works into the third episode. Yeah. Of this. So the idea of him not being infallible all the time, and he has to rely on other people. Like the uh, the very f- first episode of the first season. Yeah. He's a like he thinks he's infallible. And then it turns out he's gonna, you know, take the poison. Remember, yeah, yeah. the first one. And then Watson has to save him. Yeah, and that's what I liked about the initial, the first episode. They work well together as yeah, a team. But it's mostly him calling Watson an idiot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like Watson, a lot of the time doesn't need to be there. But they're like, it's his moral heart. Yeah, and what, but he doesn't. 
I don't believe that he really needs Watson. I see. See, that's the thing. I, I'm I'm much rather. And there's been various, but versions. they worked well together. But I feel like yeah, that's been lost. What was happened in the first? And there's series. been various different. You know, there's been many incarnations of Sherlock and Watson over the years. Yeah. And there's been ones where Watson's just like this buffoon, like oh my, Holmes. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. It, uh, but I, lo- I much prefer the version where they complement each other. Yes. Because why... Why even, have him? Why even bother with supporting characters if they're unnecessary? Yeah. You know what I mean? For la- laughs. Yeah. Like, in, in the first episode of this season where he goes... You know, the, and talking about being in love with Sherlock, where ultimately Watson goes, oh, it wasn't your fault that my wife was shot here. Mm. You know, she made her own choices. She didn't. Sherlock, you baited that woman until she shot. <laughs> yes. She attempted to shoot you, and then Watson's wife jumped in the way of the bullet. Which you probably would have known would Probably would have known what was going to happen there. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was your fault. Yes, absolutely it was. They could have... Ugh. I don't God disagree with you. Anyway, he defeats Jimmy Savile. Yeah. Or Watson does. And I kind of think he... I, I feel that was... And I, I understand you like this one, but I think it was too elaborate a setup. Yeah, I don't... I think I don't there were much better ways to do this yeah. than getting yourself... A, deliberately getting yourself addicted to heroin and almost dying. He could have just pretended to be addicted to heroin. Yes. <laughs> he but I guess just, they needed a nurse to check him out. To he could have like, just gotten that guy and beat him up until he admitted <laughs> that he did it. <laughs> Yeah, that's absolutely. the other. At a certain point, once that guy cracked, yeah, he just spoke. He was just like, and then I killed this person and this person, and this right, person, because right. because all that stuff they had was inadmissible. Yeah, right. And that was also the episode where they're like Sherlock figured out that Watson was going to leave his cane in there a month prior. Yeah, right. Like he knew that was going to happen and, uh-huh. and whatever. Yeah. See, I feel that once, once the incredible. Once the once the logic reaches such once the incredible storytelling is just interplay. <laughs> Thank you. On. That's the words that I was looking for. Once the implausibility of this this incredible web of logic and mind palaces reaches its goes goes too far the other end. I feel you could just go just beat the guy up. I feel it just loops around the other side. Just go back to nineteen seventies cop show rules and just beat the guy up until yeah. he admits that he did it. Yeah, and he will. Yeah, he will. Uh, episode three, I thought yep. had a great premise. Uh huh. He's stuck in a prison, com- com- completing a series of unwinnable tasks. Yep. Where mm-hmm. they have to shoot each other or uh-huh. hang each other or <laughs> yep. smash up a really paper thin coffin yeah <laughs> at one point yeah so basically they go to a prison who's holding Sherlock's sister who's a who's an absolute incredible psychopath uh-huh. and this is framed by and she's magical and she's magical and this is framed by uh there's a girl in the sky flying a plane which is going to hit Britain and that Sherlock needs to, needs to solve that case at the same time. This episode was a mess, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I I, I think it became a mess. Towards the end, right yeah. at the end, yeah. But I thought the premise was interesting because Sherlock needed to solve this series of... A challenge, what are those puzzle rooms that people do? I've done oh, escape one. rooms. Escape rooms. Yeah, you had to get through a bunch of escape yeah, rooms. to then uh, speak to the girl on the plane to land the plane and not kill everybody. But it turns out the girl on the plane was Sherlock's sister all along and that she just wanted Sherlock to, to love... Her because she loved Sherlock. Because everybody loves Sherlock. Terrific. <laughs> and it's okay that a whole bunch of people died, including the governor's wife. Yep. Who did nothing wrong, presumably. Nah. But it's okay because the governor was kind of mean, so I guess it does. his wife deserves to die. I liked the bit where Watson was like, I'm going to kill this guy, I'll do it. Yeah, right? That was cool. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. then the fact that he didn't, like, I understand why he didn't. Uh-huh. So that's the thing, I think there's great characterization. It's really well cast, it's really well acted, but a lot of the time it's just... 
this is way too complicated. Yeah, right. <laughs> like this, and then at the end, so Watson's chained in the bottom of a well. How did he get down there? Who knows? Yeah, how did she get him down there, yeah. chain him up, and then and get then out get of the out well of the again? Well, I guess you had a ladder. But then also <laughs> at the end, Watson's nearly drowning, and they just drop a rope down. Mm-hmm. He's still he's chained up. You need to get in there, and like, <laughs> like. Oh, maybe they went down. Again. Yeah, maybe they went down. Yeah. Maybe, ugh, okay. maybe he had a nail file in his boot. He didn't because he would have used it already. Wouldn't yeah, he, he would have been like, "I'll see if I can get the nail file out." Well, you you concentrate on this. You, you land this imaginary plane. You concentrate on this on your mind palace, and I'll use the file in my boot. What was the story with the graves? <laughs> I don't know. The fake graves. Who built the fake graves? Was it an, wasn't it an art installation? Did she build Anybody the fake graves? Anybody who's listening to this child? who doesn't know what, who hasn't seen this, how did this you get this nonsense. far? Yeah. It's nonsense to us. If you can explain it, <laughs> it's probably on the Wikipedia page, but I'm not going to read it. That being said, I didn't hate it. Because she was a child. Did she build the graves? No, I think it was an art installation. What? Yeah. Because graves. The, because the decoding the graves led to... Her room. Her room. And you could give her a hug. Yeah. Because she was in a, in, a, in a plane, in her mind. Yeah. And then... But she also killed Sherlock's brother, did drowned she, him. Did she go... She went to the room. She laid all these traps and then she went to the room. Yeah. So there wasn't another one of her. Did she have multiple personalities? What happened in this episode? <laughs> this episode wasn't very well written, in my opinion. In a lot of ways, you're right. And then it really... Because it wrapped up really quickly. Yeah, right. And then at the end, it was like, these guys are the heroes you need. And then they superhero... What's yeah, the, they su- the theme going? Whatever it is. And they superhero run out of a... Out of a Oh, which reminds me... Of the explosion. The terrible explosion. <laughs> I told you it was terrible, yeah, you and you did. were like, but it's probably BBC budget. And I was like, yeah, but you're still not going to like it. The BBC budget in the 60s. <laughs> yeah. That was that was Doctor Who in the but 60s I think it bad. Was, maybe it was intentionally that way. They didn't even physically jump... Like, if they'd physically smashed through those windows... And, the, and then we got the terrible explosion. I would have been fine with it. Yeah. But the fact that they just ran towards the windows and then it was just them <laughs> power walking through midair as the explosion happened behind them, terrible. Never mind what happens when you hit the pavement. Right. I guess they had Vin Diesel's knees, so yeah, they right. were fine. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, Sherlock, I hope it comes back because I kind of enjoy it. Me too. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I, I don't mind it. Mm-hmm. I, I just kicked it for a, for a, have a, that length of time. Just for funsies. What a fun time. Mm-hmm. Mason, we got to do letters. we got to. No way. we got to do what we're reading. What, what we're we going to read. read. Theme to that. I'm doing the theme. What are we reading today? <laughs> have you been reading or watching or seeing or doing? Well, uh, speaking of Triple X and Donnie Yen in this episode, as we sure. just did. I don't know if you recall. It was a long yeah. time ago. Uh, I am going to watch, because I've never seen Ip Man. I've heard they're great. Which is, there's One of them fight, fights Mike Tyson or something. Oh, yeah, in like Ip Man 3, I something think. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, that's a real Street Fighter combination. Indeed. But yeah, like I watched Donnie N in Triple X, and I'm like, I wish he was. I wish there were some movies that showcased <laughs> that he's great at this. Why would he only appear in this movie and yeah. not better movies? So Ip Man, I believe, is the story of Ip Man. Correct. Not Ip Man. No. He didn't invent intellectual property. Not intellectual property, property man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but what if he was? <laughs> imagine that superhero. I imagine it'd be a little something like this. Just imagine we cut to an incredibly hair- hilarious skit that we did just We then. did a skit. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll, film, we'll record that skit later <laughs> if we remember and we won't. Um, but it's the story of uh, the guy who founded the Wing Chun Kung yes. Fu. And he meets well, young Bruce Lee. Yeah, because he, yeah. he, he trained Bruce Lee in Wing Chun before mm. Bruce Lee became the best. Yeah. It's his, it's his, is it his story, but it's been dramatised? Sure. I guess. Yep, yep it is. 
Great. I don't know. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> Imagine uh, editing a scenario in your mind where <laughs> I knew a lot about this <laughs> and explained the world of it. But man. apparently they're great and I want to just see him kick stuff. So yeah, that's going to be pretty good. Well, also, I've been get. reading, I don't know if you've been reading this. Have you been reading Unworthy Thor? No, I haven't actually. So Unworthy Thor. So we've got two Thor books. You're back happening. on the Marvel bandwagon. I'm back good on the Marvel you, bandwagon, yeah. some of which are great and some of which are not great. But uh, uh, That's comics, isn't it, man? Yeah, it's, it's comics. Yeah. So this one I've been really enjoying. I cannot remember the writer or artist, but they're great. So it's um, currently Jane Foster possesses the power of Thor. Yes. She is wielding Thor's hammer because Thor learned something that we don't oh, know yet. Have they found out what that is yet? No, we don't it's know what it is ages. yet. ages. Yeah, that was like in original series. I want to say at least a year. Yeah, right? Minimum. Yeah, something like But then they had Civil War and I guess he was out of... There was Civil War. Out of continuity War. for a while. So, um, yeah, he learned something that made him unworthy to wield the hammer. Yeah. But he's still... Uh, he, but he, So he's lost all of his godlike powers, so he's just he's just calling himself Odinson now. Right. But he's still like, well, I still have to go and save the world and... Yeah. and defeat the evil and stuff like that but he doesn't have he's sort of he's a raggedy man now and he's he lost one of his arms and now he's got like a magical yeah. Uru metal arm yeah yeah uh, and he has a he it's has like his destroyer's arm so. that's right yeah, yeah. and yeah. He's, he's just wielding an axe Yarn born yeah which, called, which yeah. is his, the, the axe he had before he had Mjolnir yeah and he has a he, he rides on your mate a giant goat Oh. A giant flying goat called Tooth Nasher. Come on, man! With, with big old, big old, uh, <laughs> big old ram goat, big old horns. ram horns, uh, and now and like he, he's kind of a he's kind of a sad figure now. Like at one point, he throws his axe and he misses, and he has to get his goat to retri- fly over and retrieve <laughs> it because it doesn't come back to him anymore. But he learns can't miss. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But he learns that uh, there is another hammer. It's the hammer of. The ultimate, ulti- the, ultimate, the ultimate universe oh, cool. Thor, okay, like because that. the ultimate universe Thor is dead and his universe is gone, but his hammer is so powerful that it that it survived the destruction of that universe and it's now in the regular universe. So he's on a quest to get it now. Is it in a pool of water somewhere? He thinks it's on Asgard. That makes so sense. he's got to make his way there. That makes there. a lot of sense, yeah, actually. In a way, because that's where it would go. You should use the Rainbow Bridge. Can't. But even, uh, even if he did, though, he'd have to search the planet. In a way, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it's, it's kind of an epic... Is he drawn to it? Does he know what's there? No, he just gets a sense of it. So that's what I mean. So he doesn't... Oh, no, he's just like, it's probably going to be there. So he could be wrong. Who's to say? He could be very But he's wrong. running into all kinds of characters. He's running into Beta Ray Bill. Yeah, it's, he's it's, great. It's all, all sorts of... What's Beta Ray t- Bill sporting these days? Uh, Stormbreaker, that's his, oh, that's his hammer. Get that one. He can't... Well, uh, uh, spoiler alert, Beta Ray Bill's like, you should take this hammer. And he can't. Well. Spoiler alert. Anyway, no. uh, anyway the, the actual... Uh, writing's great. It's fun. Action's yeah. great. Uh, I'm gonna check that great. out because I did out, enjoy. Yeah. I, I started yeah. it whenever this started, and I really liked it because he's on the moon. And he's like, "Fuck, man!" Yeah, right. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, and even Odin can't lift the hammer. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I've been watching Voltron: Legendary Defender season two oh, back yeah. on Netflix. Did that come out today? I bloody, uh, yesterday. I bloody nice. love it. I'm ten in. Yeah. It's great, man. <laughs> great. I, I gotta watch Avatar. Is it still funny? Yeah, it right. is. Okay. It's a, it's as good as last season. I still maintain that they made most of these at the same time and split them up because yep. it's been a really short turnaround for these next 13. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no, I love the characters. It is by far the best incarnation of Voltron that we've ever seen. Yep. If you've ever watched any of the original Voltron, it's very crap. I was a big <laughs> fan at the time. Uh, or whenever I started watching it in the 90s. Uh-huh. But no, this it's 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 really good. It's man. sometimes tough to say that. It's sometimes tough to say, and it's always you know what it, you're always right <laughs> when you say you know what this reboot it's probably better. Yeah, it's tough to because we've all got fond memories of that stuff. There's something coming the up. The Transformers films, the live action ones, are better than the Transformers <laughs> movie from the '80s, right, Mason? Okay, that's the exception. <laughs> but there's something coming up, and I'm pretty sure it's going to be better. Power Rangers? The, no. 
Something coming up. Whatever soon. James Bond is next. No. Something coming up, and I'm staking it being better than the original. I'm not going to get Terminator? hate for it. No, I'll remember it as soon as we stop okay, recording. Good. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Imagine Mason. Remember what that was. <laughs> and it was a on funny point. little skit. It was on point. Yeah, you all loved it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Voltron Legendary Defenders, great. Nice. Um, I liked all the char- I like all the characterizations. I've got four left. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure it's going to end. Uh, th- my problem with the last season was it was really abrupt. Yeah, yeah. And when this one started, I'm like. I should have watched a lot. I don't remember it. What? Who's what? Oh, Zarkon, yeah, yeah. what? Mm-hmm. So it took me a bit to Reese kind of catch Darby. up. What yeah, are you that's doing right. He's really good at it. I thought originally when I started watching this, I thought it was a guy doing a Reese Darby impersonation, <laughs> yeah. but it's actually Reese Darby. Yeah. But I, I, I like the, the team and the dynamic, and I'm like, ah, oh, the black line guy. He's going to bite it at some point. Yeah. Because he does in the original Voltron, that's true, and yeah. Keith ends up being the leader. And mm-hmm. no, he was blue line. And it, Sven. Sven? Sven, yeah. But then Sven comes back. Mm. In the Western version, but it was his twin brother in the Japanese version. Right. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's not important. Anyway, it's great. Also, I want to watch Lemony Snickets on oh, yeah. Netflix. I've heard that's really good. So mm-hmm. I've, I was going to say I've got that ready to go. It's, it's, it's Netflix. So it's, it's on Netflix. It's, it's always ready to go in a way. Mason, letters. Yes. Okay. Letters theme. It's loading. The classic one was letters. Oh, letters. We love you. Some letters. Don't hit the microphone. It's unprofessional, Mason. Got it here right now. We're gonna do letters. Mason, I'm unprofessional. S- you did the robot dance. That's, so that's-, that's very professional, mm-hmm. Mason. We got to burn through this. I'm sobering up. Man. Okay, well, I no. no <laughs> well, wow. good. Uh, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. If you want to get a tweet to the show, yeah. But Mason's also been trawling through the mailbag. Yep. For the best letter. On oh, the best letter. Do you want me to do? I found first? a letter. Okay, that'll do. Here's a letter. Uh, this isn't related to anything that happened this week, but this is from David McGee. Hey, Dave. Uh, uh, big fan from the Netherlands here. Yeah. Home of Nokia. I know. Probably works for Nokia. I'd assume that. he works for Nokia. I just wanted to share a cool story Your company's with you. dead, mate. Nokia's done. That's right. I just wanted to share a cool story with you. We'll be the judge of that. Yeah, please. Yesterday my daughter was born. Okay, that's pretty cool. All right. Me and my girlfriend listen to your podcast religiously. We listen to it while we travel. We listen to it while we drive and when we go to sleep. When my fiance oh. was having contractions, we listened to you guys to calm her down and give her some distraction. She said it really helped. Wow. Yeah. That's that's powerful stuff. <laughs> If it's That's not too incredible. much trouble, yeah, this says something nice about the show. Uh, if it's not too much trouble, could you give a shout out to our daughter? She'll probably grow up listening to you, you guys. I hope not. She'll grow up weird. That's great, man. Yeah. Thank you she's, very much. She's probably now officially the youngest listener. Agreed. Yeah. She's called Riley. Shout outs to Riley. Shout outs, Riley. Yeah. To you. That's right. Uh, congratulations on the birth of your daughter. That's Absolutely. awesome, man. Best job in the world. It totally is. That's what they say, Mason. Who Shut can up. argue with that? I will. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that's awesome, man. I'm glad yeah. that could help because pregnancy, my understanding of it is that it's very unpleasant in a lot of ways. Oh. Yeah. Contractions. Contractual podcasts. obligations. If you're listening to the wrong podcast that's while you're right. giving birth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad we could, we could, we could be there in some, <laughs> in some way. No, that's great news, man. Good on you. Uh, quick shout out also. I, did, I also skimmed the letters, Mason. I know that was your job for this week. Wow, but you Bra- stole You remember thunder. Brandon? Yeah, Brandon. You Brandon. Hello, Brandon. Hello, Brandon. <laughs> Hello, Brandon. Uh, his dog, uh, his chocolate lab passed away at the age of 11, which sucks, man. I know. Just wanted to say shout out to his family. It's a pretty man. good run for a dog. That's not bad as well, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, he said, could uh, chocolate, that uh, chocolate lab, oh, sorry, I'll bring up the name here. You are sobering up. Yeah, Bean. I can be the official, yeah, be the official uh, chocolate lab of the podcast. Absolutely. My brother had as a chocolate lab, though, so I'm going to have to clear it with him. And then we'll we'll get back to your brand okay, dog. sure, yeah. No, no, you got it, Brandon. You got in first. <laughs> That's right. No, I'm sorry to hear that, man. When a dog dies, like it's a big part of your family, like taken away from you, and that that really sucks, man. Mm-hmm. So good on your Brandon. 
Uh, hello <laughs> to you and your family. A listener from way back. Yeah. Yeah, good bloke. Okay, uh, Grayson's got a tweet, because we also do tweets, don't we, Mason? That's right. Hashtag Weekly Planet, Planet Pod. Pod. Shoot us a tweet. This one's from Grayson. Hey, do you guys... <laughs> he didn't write that. Was good start. Do you guys think Disney will ever try a reboot of the Star Wars original, a trilogy? No. You don't think in like 80 years? Oh, then yes. Yeah. Not in our lifetimes. Mm. I think that I maintain... But we'll, I, we'll be dead in a year. So yeah, that's mean. true. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, so go on. I was going to say, I I very much hope, and I don't. they probably won't. A new hope. Go on. Oh. Yeah. I very much Strike hope, back. New, new hope, uh, that they will reboot the uh, prequels mm. as maybe one movie. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they could re-edit the prequels. Didn't... No, who did that? What's his name? Venom did it from Spider-Man 3. Topher Grace. Topher Grace. Edited the uh, the prequel trilogy into one movie as an wow. art project. What a man of many talents. And agreed. He was in a bad Venom. Spider-Man movie. That 70s, 70s show. Uh, he did a romantic comedy with Dennis Quaid. He makes a cameo appearance in Ocean's Eleven. The remake, not the original. <laughs> yes, he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyway, uh, I think so. Yeah, absolutely. But then again, I would love in a hundred years, love, I don't care, if I'm honest. <laughs> but if this is like Star Wars just continues, you know what I mean? It's uh-huh. just like whatever, like, so it's real time kind of like. Oh, okay, sure. Luke Skywalker died however long ago and it's just the new cast of characters and, and whatever. Okay. I think that would be cool. Mm-hmm. But they'll probably reboot it realistically because everything gets a second chance, mate. That's true. Disney are doing a genie prequel movie, so why not? Shazam, it's going to yes, be called. That's right. <laughs> Finally, mm. the remake Shazam of Shazam that- Zero, the prequel <laughs> to that movie we all love. <laughs> this is from Sam. Thank you, Grayson. I uh, appreciate it. This is, uh, Sam, if you were a... Oh, these are two Star Wars questions. This was... Un- I didn't mean that. Oh, much, it's bloody Star Wars week. If you were a Jedi Padawan, which Jedi would you want as your master? Would you want someone competent or do you want someone <laughs> you could pull stuff over like Qui-Gon? Where you oh, can that's just, a good like, question. You can go and murder people and... That's that's fine. Oh, he won't he won't realize. Question. I mean, he was dead pretty quick. But uh, mm. actually, Obi Wan let a lot slip, didn't he? Yeah. Mm. Who are our options? We've got Conehead guy. Yep. Uh, Yoda. Yoda, who kind of does it. He does some kind of bulk teaching, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. He does. He teaches everybody at some point. The hot blue lady with tentacles on her head. Yep. I'll she, probably take her. <laughs> why? She seems wise. You, in just, her think, ways. you just think that she'd uh, be a great Jedi. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, great, great teacher. I'm going to take Kit Fisto. Ah, oh, you would, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. I, Classic I, Fisto lover. He'd take you to his underwater place and he'd be like, have you seen underwater? That's true. And you'd be, be like, like no, no sir, Kit Fisto. Maybe you, want a Luke Sk- maybe you want a Luke Skywalker post-Return of the Jedi. Oh, yeah. But you don't want to be the son of, or the grandson of Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. You want to be like, you know, an, an unrelated. Like, he'd be a pretty good master, wouldn't he? Mm. I mean, we don't know. We don't know this version That's true, of Luke yeah. Skywalker. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, mate. Maybe that droid that was a Jedi in that <laughs> one in that yeah. one comic. Yeah. R five D four, the mm-hmm. droid Jedi. Yeah. Great. That's the show. Lesson Mason. one: blow your gasket. That's it. That's what Gaskets. you do with your bloody uh, your bloody master, wouldn't you, mate? Right, steady on. Uh, come on, please. Jeez. We've all had a drink, all right? Jeez. What's up? What's next? Oh, uh, uh, that's the show, right? That's that's it. That is the show. Oh, if you want to contact the show, you can go Weekly Planet Pod on Twitter and Facebook and Gmail. And Bandcamp, we've got all our audio commentaries there. You can follow the week, at The Weekly Planet on Twitter. That's our friend Robert Collins. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. Do you want some audio commentaries? We might do some. Yeah, nice. Maybe we'll, uh, people have said with Logan coming up, do we want to do the Wolverine and X Men Origins? Wolverine? We might. We could maybe do both. I haven't seen that in a long time, but we yeah. can do X Men Origins. Maybe, Wolverine. We, maybe I think that would be funnier. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Let's start with that one. Okay. Good. Okay. Yeah. I don't know when, but at some point. We'll, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll do it. Uh, what else? Uh, Amazon link. And we've got an Amazon affiliate link in the uh, podcast description. Click on that if you want to buy X-Men Origins Wolverine on DVD <laughs> or Blu-ray or 4K or whatever it's on now. Yeah, man. But Buy the 4K restaurant. Buy the Criterion Edition oh, please. of yeah. X-Men Origins Wolverine and we're going to kick back somehow when you click through that link. I don't know how. Yeah. I uh, mean, it doesn't benefit you in any way, but it does us. Yeah, that's so right. We appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else? Uh, thank you to the Brute and the Basilisk and Rackham for all our themes. Yeah, man. Thank you everybody who bloody subscribes and yeah. Yeah, tweets man. at us and sends us a, some artwork. Some memes, some DC love, memes. I love a meme so much. We do love a meme. Uh, thank you to all our guys who make the t-shirts are on tpublic.com. Yes. Search for the Weekly Planet. That's on there. Yes. What else? That's about it. I think that's about it. Yeah, nice. Uh, next week, what's next? Oh, Resident Evil. Oh, God. Next week, we're seeing a Resident Evil, the final chapter. Yeah. Do you think it's going to be better or worse than Triple X? I'm going to say it's going to be worse. Yeah, I think it'll probably be more boring. It'll be boring more and generic. worse. generic. Yeah, boring and worse. Yeah, it'll be like an Underworld or a Resident Evil movie. Yeah, which are boring and bad. <laughs> yeah. Both Resident Evil and Underworld are worse than each other, have you noticed? That's true. That's mm. exactly right, Mason. Yeah. You've said the right thing. I have said the right thing. Uh, yeah, so well, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Yeah. See you next week. Grab that gem, you guys. Bye. Bye. Uh, maybe it'll be a Tuesday next week or a Monday. I don't know. Uh, the show might change today. At some point, James, like, we've said the things we say at the end of the podcast. Why are you oh, still sorry. talking? So you, you wrap it up again. No, you have to wrap I'll, it up with. Uh, a, you have to wrap it up with a catchphrase now. Okay, everybody dance now. Dead. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> you haven't. You were. You were. You were ejected from CNC Music Factory. You cannot use that anymore for copyright reasons. All right. Fine. Everybody move now. Oh, dead. All right. It's allowable. <laughs> it's allowable as a song parody. That's all right. Grab that champion, you guys. See you next Bye. week. Bye.